wrestlers and tea. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the City of Geek and Podcast. Uh, I'm Ryan, as always, and I'm joined with the Slurpy Man, Will. Also, why isn't the Slurp like? Isn't surely the Slurpy Man should be a thing? The Slurpy Man. Yeah, it comes around like an ice cream man in a van, but he just has <laughs> Slurpees man. instead. Slurpees. Like, what you should do is, um... Hey, guys. Uh, how are you? Hello, uh, Meloned. We are good. Hope you're doing well as well. Um, I did, It's been quite a while since we've done a podcast. Uh, it's been like 10 days. We were going to be doing Spider-Man today. Um, we'll talk about Slurpee stuff in a minute. We'll get on to the good stuff we'll in a minute. The, yeah, yeah, but I'll just... In, I'll, I'll properly introduce in this podcast. But we were normally going to do... Uh, normally. <laughs> we were going to do Spider-Man, No Way Home, because that's a thing. So it's just little little movie, that, little came movie that came out that everyone's seen apparently. Um, but we watched it. I watched it. I loved it. You watched it. You had a bit. You had a bit of a bad experience. And we decided, you know what? We we need to watch the movie again before we do watch it again. Yeah. We need to watch it again before we do a full episode. But we will do that. A because Ryan just really wants to see it again and wants to unpack everything that was in it. Yeah, so much. And B because Will wants to see it. And not be in, in a good mood instead of in a bad mood. In, in uh, a good mood and also not uh, surrounded by fuckwits. Not surrounded by t- complete and utter tools. Yeah. Um, would be lovely. That um, is um that is a thing that we'd like to make a disclaimer. If you've got to go watch a movie, um actually watch the movie. Don't like if you're gonna go to the movie and not watch a movie. Well you didn't. Also don't take what a kid. Doing? Like, yeah, no, don't Yeah, the new spider th- thought it was a banger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we, we have a, opinions. It's go, it, there's going to be a lot to talk about on the next podcast. Let's put it that yeah. way. So I just remembered. Make we sure got, that um, everybody is around for that. We'll hopefully try and squeeze it in. Obviously, it's Christmas this week. Yeah, we'll that, have to, that's happening this we'll week. To, so we're going to have to try and squeeze it in around kind of, I guess. Maybe New Year. Yeah. We'll get it in before New Year. We'll yeah, talk about it New I'm Year. I'm back on the 29th, so we'll, um, we'll get one in before yeah. New Year. Um, we'll we'll, we'll try shit. and squeeze in seeing it again at some point. Um, um, but we're just going to ramble today. There's a couple of things that we've watched or watching that we kind of just like, yeah, fuck it, let's let's talk about that. Let's just have a little bit of a ramble episode. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick off with news and then just get into the rambly shit? Or this is a very relaxed podcast, I think. Uh, I've not really got. I have to say, I've not really got that much news to kind of like speed through at all. No. Um, there isn't a massive amount of things. I do have one interesting thing. Mm. So we got them. I think this is an official reveal. I apologise if any of these names are incorrect, but some of the cast for the new Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer movie mm-hmm. has been released. Didn't have a bunch of fucking good people in it as yeah. well. Anyway. It's got e- Emily Blunt's in it. Jesus. Uh, Killian Murphy's in it. He's in every. Christopher He's in Nolan every Christopher. <laughs> so of course he was going to be in it. Yeah. Um, Florence Pugh is in it. Oh yeah. Uh, Matt Damon. 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 The brother of Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, Damon. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Jesus Christ. Uh, is the budget just going on <laughs> the actors? Just, uh, apparently so. Yeah. Uh, Remy Mackie, uh, Malik, sorry, is in yeah. it. And uh, I'm going to get his name right. Uh, I'm looking for it here. Um, Benny Safdie. Benny Safdie. Uh, I'll have to remember what um, he's done. He looks familiar. I can't think of a name to the head, though. He's bottom left-hand corner. That's Matt Damon. Bottom left. Bottom right. Bottom right. Yeah, I recognise him. (laughs) Um, 
Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's a really good big old cast. That's a really big cast. Um, yeah, so of course, that's Christopher Nolan's new movie about Oppenheimer, which will come out at some point in the next couple of years. Yeah. That's really interesting. I'm like, I'm, it's piqued my curiosity now with that cast. Um, mm. Yeah. I, it was like, it just felt like it was really like, I don't know. I, I remember seeing that list, and I don't think that's, I think I've seen another list since then with a couple more names on it. I was just like, what the hell is up with this cast? This is like... I mean, Christopher Nolan always gets brilliant ensembles in his casting. Like, mm. I, feel like, I feel like every movie he makes, it, you're always like, wow, this is a good cast. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. not a single name on this list that is somebody that's his not well. His cast just gets bigger known. and bigger, I swear. Cause... This one is no different, so that's really interesting. Hello, well, thank, you for, thank you for the follow. That was incredible. Yeah. Um, I have to mention also, yeah, so as always, we're uh, on Twitch. Uh, streaming live so if you want to uh if you're on the listening to us on the podcast apps then you can just come over there join us live on twitch um where you can chat uh like melod has done and he's followed what a beautiful gentleman he is all all women i don't want to i d- <laughs> fuck <laughs> um i did not just assume your gender i apologize profusely um and also i'd like to mention that because we're dealing with a bit of um internet issues the chat might not load in your messages for us, so we you might just say something that is referencing to something else that we're just like, don't know. So I, think I apologize. It, I, think I think it's kind of maybe missed out. Uh, I it's don't missed know. out a message because uh, Melody basically said because his performance was really good and better in part two. Um, <laughs> Twenty-year-old gentleman, you're in the clear, Ryan. Yes, it's all good. <laughs> I'm not cancelled. <laughs> Can you get cancelled if you are nobody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anybody. I yeah, think that's nobody just, is safe from being cancelled. I think that's just being going going to jail and everything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but no, yeah, thank you very much for everything. Um Yeah. yeah so we apologize, we'll get to your messages and stuff. It's good. Um have you heard that because of the new Spider Man, Andrew Garfield is getting a new movie, The Amazing Spider Man Three? That's rumoured. There's, there's so many rumours about I that. I think that's rumoured, but because <laughs> we kinda wanna talk about all this stuff next time. Uh, and next podcast we'll try and keep it spoiler free for the people that haven't seen it I mean if you haven't seen it then whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever it's like everyone's seen it it's like Endgame like yeah. everyone has seen the film um, I will t- the only things I'll talk about the Spider-Man film is probably the box office and stuff like that because um, it's destroyed everything should we get into that real quick or should we get onto another news well, Do you get I've, got, another I've news? got one more bit of news I, I, I saved this a couple of weeks ago yeah, go ahead. apparently Ubisoft at some point announced a Splinter Cell remake uh, that was literally a, a week ago yeah, it was like a week ago a week ago yeah. something like that ago. Yeah, about but a yeah, ago. so apparently there's going to be because we've yeah. not had like there's not been any Splinter Cell news in like maybe fifty years, no, not quite that long, but like it feels like quite a while. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ! Um, <laughs> uh, so it feels like it was a while ago. So you know, it's good that uh, there's some other stuff coming through, which is you know, yeah, that's what, that's quite cool. no, that's real good. That's really good. Um, I've not played any of Splinter Cell games, but I've heard they're good. So it's good on you. I've um, I've uh, I've watched a little bit of them at some point. I kind of, um, I kind of went through a phase of maybe I was going to start playing them, but mm. then I, I never got around to it because I was. Uh, but there was one in particular that came out not too long ago that had a really cool co-op mode that I was watching people play. Um, I cannot remember for the life of me which Splinter Cell game it was, but so do forgive me. But yeah, it was really good. Looked really good. Yeah. And I, I'm somebody who doesn't usually enjoy third-person shooters yes. and stuff like that. I'm, I'm usually somebody, which I think we've mentioned on the podcast before. I'm usually somebody who prefers first-person shooters. I don't mind third-person games for other styles of gaming, 
but with third person shooters, third person yeah. shooting games, They're I've weird. never really like Star Wars 100... Battlefront two. That sort Might of stuff. Might be the exception. Might be the exception. I, I can get on with that one. I don't yeah. know what it is. Maybe because it's, it's Star Wars and it's just <laughs> and, and somewhat good. And actually, to be fair, the co-op is hella fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Co-op yeah. is hella fun. Um, so it might be something that's worth checking out at some point. Yeah, especially if they're doing a remake of, I presume, what will be the original. So mm. yeah, um, let's talk box office because Spider Man's obviously come out and everyone's seen it. It has everyone to the point that it's even in pandemic times. Yeah. So yeah, you can under- understand why some people haven't seen it, um, especially in certain parts of the world, but. It's the second highest opening domestic weekend of all time. Really? Second. Behind Endgame. Behind Endgame. So mm-hmm. Endgame got £357 million domestically. Not pounds, dollars. I apologise. Um, I'm now f- offending the currency. <laughs> uh, and then Spider-Man No Way Home with uh, £260 million. £260 million Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin, yes. Um, God, how much would that be? Oh, God. A lot of money. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um... Probably just too much, maybe. Yeah, too much. Um, and then Avengers: Infinity War, like basically three million less than No Way Home. Really? Yeah. Um, worldwide, it's the third highest opening. Um, Avengers: Endgame with that astonishing one point two billion opening weekend worldwide. What, was, what second in that list? Remind me. Infinity War with six hundred forty, and then Spider Man: no, no Way Home with six hundred million. So, even though it's the third highest, it's still like. Half of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Endgame was just like an event on its own, um, which in any ways, uh, many ways, and you could say that you know, again, not going to spoilers, whatever. No Way Home is the end game of Spider-Man. Effectively, Spider-Man Endgame slash No Way Home. That's Spider-Man what... Endgame. That's what I'm going to refer to this movie as. From yeah, now. yeah, it's cool. But yeah, astonishing numbers. And hey, we all thought Tenet was going to save cinema. No. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man did, clearly. Um, I'll write off the other bit of news, and then we'll talk about random stuff. Um, Kick-Ass. Remember the film Kick-Ass? I remember Kick-Ass. Yeah, Kick-Ass. Uh, the movie's getting a reboot, um, and it's coming in two years, reveals Matthew Vaughn, the director of the first one. He also directed Matthew Vaughn. He directed X-Men First Class, and he directed Kingsman films. Um, and he says it's so fucking nuts... Alright, sweet. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the, the first kick ass was pretty nuts. It was pretty good. It was good the first kick ass was a really good film. Really it's a good, good film. fun watch. Yeah. Great, second one's great, uh, great soundtrack as well. Second one's um, not that good. The second one is It's uh, nah. I remember kind of enjoying it for about two thirds of the movie. Mm. And then the kind of landing didn't really stick, as far as I remember. But I don't, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't remember a lot about it. I remember more about the first one than I do about the second one, and that's usually about yeah, sign. Yeah. Um, no, I, re- I really like Matthew Vaughn, even though, um, again, it's like his first movies in these franchises that I really enjoy. Like Kingsman, I really love the first one, not a big fan of the second. Love the first mm. Kick-Ass, not a big fan of the second. Even though I've heard the new um, The King's Man, which is coming out on Boxing Day, is apparently really good. Did he um, direct that as well? He's directing that one as well, yeah, yeah. And I've heard it's 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 good, it's obviously not as good as the first one, but it's sort of back to... Still over somewhere, the top. Somewhere kind of near the ballpark. Yeah, it's still it's over the top nonsense, but 
yeah, like there's a theme it's, it's, with his it's movies. Kingsman. It's Kingsman. There's like, a theme with his movies of being um, a bit about. How, how is the COVID pandemic at your town? I live in the Netherlands, and we have another lockdown that started two days ago, and everything's closing. Ah, oh, fuck, man! I feel sorry for you. Do that you? Sucks. Wow, that is that is some I'm, bad news coming through there. I'm I'm not. Is... too well versed in the whole world of like where like lockdowns are like there's I think... not one happening in the uk at the moment <laughs> as far as we're aware i mean to be honest um it might not... it'll probably happen in january though not to get political but um when you have someone like boris johnson in charge that just throws parties at fucking 10 downing street even though the entire country's in lockdown That's true, yeah. are we ever gonna listen to him again i'm probably not so uh the thing is is that for those for those uh, like uh, Mello who might be abroad and might not necessarily pick up on everything going on here in the UK, uh, the the government has kind of kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit. Uh, no, they've they've planted a C four against their bed, <laughs> and, and then they've got up. and they've yeah. Um, that's they, what that's what's happened. Basically, it's there's a bunch of press uh, uh, stuff that's come out in recent that the media has leaked through, basically saying yeah. that. There was, yeah, nobody in government was following COVID protocols throughout lockdown. And they say yeah. they were, but they and weren't. And they say they were and they lied about it. And it's like, nope, everybody was at parties. That's literally things. like so having a dog in front of you. Someone shooting that dog. Yeah. And then that person saying, I didn't shoot the dog. Yeah. Even though, I mean, there's evidence that you did. So they shut sh- up. Like, if we're being honest, the British government should have shut down the UK about two weeks ago. Like if a, not a month ago. If not a month ago. Like as soon as the COVID cases started spiking. In. I think it was like, let, yeah. me, let, me, let me Google it was, right now. It was the start of the month, I think, when Omicron cases started spiking. Yeah. That's, and what, that's they what should have happened. And the whole thing, like they didn't, um, they didn't, uh, what, what am I trying to say? They made like face masks not a, like, an important yeah. thing anymore, even though that was the dumbest decision ever. So yeah, UK reports 106,000 106, cases on Wednesday. They're, so now, it's the, uh... they're now in a situation where they really should have shut down. They really still should be shutting down. So apparently... But uh, they can't this... because A, they've left it too late, and B, now, if they do, there's a very, very strong chance that nobody is going to follow it. Okay, so daily COVID cases in the UK has exceeded 100,000 for the first time. Ooh. The latest government figures show. So you're thinking... Hey, so we just spent like you know maybe a year and a half in lockdown because of cases that were nowhere near a hundred thousand, and now it's gotten to the point it's hundred thousand, and we're not having a lockdown. So what was the point of lockdown in the first place? Yeah, it's that's the last we'll say of it. Uh, I'm kind of mad about that, but hey, um, nerd stuff. Let's get back to, let's get back to being a geek, eh? But yeah, we we sorry to hear that you're in lockdown again. That actually sucks, and hopefully um, things turn up better. Hopefully you're all doing all right out there. Hopefully you're still able to enjoy a Christmas period or something. Yeah. Over until the 14th of Jan, because that's really such a... Just before. I hope you're able to see some some family or friends or someone and and not uh, isolated for Christmas. So, Mm. yeah. Hearts go out to you. But, um, yeah, the whole thing is a mess. The whole bloody globe is a mess. Yeah. Anyway. That's what happens. You know Blue Beetle? Yes. The DC character. character, yeah. Yeah. Um... That's being made into a movie, and it was originally going to be coming out in HBO Max. Okay. Um, not anymore. Not anymore. It's been straight stripped from HBO Max, and it's coming into theaters. Theaters. Theaters or cinemas. It's coming theatrical release in 2023. Oh, cool. Hollywood is back. Cinema is back. Cool. Films are now okay, no Blue longer be just being on uh, streaming services, which is Blue that's Beetle's great. a cool character. 
as well. Yeah, this that's, that's will be the full adaptation. This will be the first thing I've seen of him, I think. I'm gonna say. Um, for anybody who a uh, little bit of flashback here, everyone. Mm. Anybody who watched Batman: The Brave and the Bold, <laughs> will know that he was quite a. He was a very important and quite major character in that for quite a while, and he ended up teaming up with Batman a load, and it was really cool. And from nice. what I did see of the Brave and the Bold, which isn't necessarily the best Batman cartoon, like those were the best bits when he was in it. I have yeah. to admit, from what I did, the very very few episodes that I did catch. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited because we're getting another character, like, you know, like a Shazam sort of thing. Like, a character that didn't really have a big screen presence. And is uh, now yeah, getting it. And now a, getting and it. A it's big, really good. And a big kind of uh, general, like, media presence as well. Mm. Within, uh, what am I trying to say? Within, like, society. Yeah. So that's cool. Very good yeah. stuff. Um, there's a couple of things that was on our uh, bloody uh, Facebook group that we have made and i've posted a couple things in uh i'll talk about uh four things four more things fantastic beasts and the secrets of dumbledore had a trailer it did yeah this looks interesting looks interesting yeah yeah i thought it was right i don't really know where to sit on this this movie franchise and this trailer because i i there's a lot about this trailer that i liked there was a lot that that was in there like oh it seems like they're kind of pulling it back to kind of a a a newt focused movie which is a good thing Mm. newton dumbledore seems to be that they're they're pulling it back to kind of featuring the beasts a little bit and it looks like that might even at one point be the subject of a quest that needs to happen before they take on Grindelwald which I was like that's cool it's a good way to tie the beast thing into the plot of Grindelwald being the villain Mm. um there's other parts about it that puzzled me a little bit like like they're introducing a bunch of new characters again Mm. actually not all of them, sorry, because the, the two characters that join their little kind of band of heroes are were in the last movie, sorry. One of them was a, 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 a Ilvermorny teacher, and the other one is, um, he was in the last, uh, was the, was the, was, was the brother of, um... Brother of Dumbledore? Of, no, bro, brother of... I Zoe, mean, he's in Zoe it. Zoe anyway. Kravitz's character. <clears throat> yes. Um... <laughs> I can't remember. She was, um, she was a, she was a, um, oh. I don't know. I honestly, Sir, uh, I. Sirius Black's family. She was a black fan. Oh. He's, he's a member of that family, I think. Okay. So, yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, so oh. that's cool. Uh, Jacob's back. Uh, we get a glimpse at Trini. We didn't get a glimpse. The one character that's not in this trailer is, um, Catherine, uh, Waterstone's oh. character. Oh, the one that got taken by Grindelwald at the end of two. No. No? All no, right. that's, that's, um, all right, forget me. <laughs> no, that's oh, that's Trini, isn't it? No, Tr- I, Trini's I, in this. She's honestly, she's in this trailer. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I let me load up the card. I li- I've, I think I've only seen the first. No, I've seen the first Phantasm Beast a couple of times. I've only seen the second one like maybe I only once. Saw it once, and that was enough. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, oh boy, that was that was a struggle to that stay was awake. A, it was a struggle, yeah. Um, um, you'll be you'll be pleased to know that J.K. Rowling is not solely writing this one though, and because um, she did, put on a... I'm pretty sure she did solely write the first two Fantastic Beasts films. I don't know whether she did the first one. She did she do. We, we did. We did go through this. I think okay, on one she podcast. She definitely where... did the second one on her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean... but someone else is being brought in as a script editor to write it with her and okay. to help her out with the script. And I believe they're the the same guy who worked on all the Harry Potters. It's one of those guys, right. so that's cool. Sweet. Um, but no, this looks alright. Mads Mikkelsen is uh, Grindelwald. He looks alright. 
pretty cool. I'm glad to see Maz Mikkelsen back as something that I watch. Um, I found I found him really boring in the trailer. Did you find him boring? I mean, he, he was just just pointed a wand, didn't he? Yeah, was he was. What was a really good? I think um, he'd be. I think it's not a really good showcase of like him as a presence in the film because I'm sure when we yeah. do watch it, he'd be much more convincing and he'd look great. Uh, it's just the trailer didn't like make him pop. Queenie, they didn't. They, they, they didn't. They didn't showcase him like. They didn't, they didn't spend too much time like emphasizing. Oh yeah, Grindelwald's different. And I mentioned to you after the trailer came out, maybe they should just recast Grindelwald in every single film from now on. You know, you had uh, Colin Farrell in the first one, and then turned into Johnny Depp, and now he's Mads Mikkelsen. Might as well continue the trend. Why T- not? Tina. We didn't see Tina at all in this trailer. We saw Queenie, her the the um, her blonde sister, the- who is the. The, the like shrink person who can read minds and things yeah 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 oh yeah yeah that's she's yeah. the one who goes off with grindelwald at the yeah. end um but unless i'm remembering it wrong but i'm no she sure did she did yeah T- tina however is not in this trailer it's, at all i need to remember what she looks like uh, uh it's Ka- it's catherine waterston was she was Her. she the one yes that's that is the one i'm thinking the love interest second second time lucky newt yeah um she's not in the trailer at all okay like Weird. at all she doesn't even feature in like a wide she, shot or a passing she shot. Is in it, she, she is in it. She is in it. She's on the cast list. And she's even been, she was even asked about it, I think, recently. And she said, yeah, I'm in the movie. So I don't know why. <laughs> she was a pretty significant part of the first Yeah. Time. <laughs> um, and they even brought in a new character, apparently, who is like the sidekick of Newt Scamander, who is like his, his secretary for all of his like Fantastic Beasts going off around the world stuff. Yeah. And she's a completely new character. And even she's in the trailer. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. What's his face? Gets a wand, which probably it's wand. Yeah. It's probably just a stick, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which I found hilarious. I love Do it. you think he'll use it? I think he will. Like, why give it but, to him? I mean, he's a muggle. He's got no magical powers, or maybe they'll just like make up some bullshit. Like, oh, he's secretly well, magical. There's plenty of wizards who are like, wasn't Hermione born to muggle parents? No, but I mean, like, he's like, he would have gone to Hogwarts or something if he was magical or something like that. Mm, true. I but think, then um, again, uh, like it's like they said, like the um the the magic, like Ilvermorny is the American Academy, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's very different in in America. In America, like the culture is quite different in America. Yeah. Um. Whereas you know, well, it's not that different, but it's different. Um. It, you know, it's different with the wizards and things. So it's maybe there's not as much of a pull towards everybody being a magical person. Mm. Um. I don't know. I'd like to see them do something with it. I, even if he doesn't become a full wizard, whatever. Just, just, have, him, just have him as like a somebody who has weird magical capabilities of outbursts or something. Just a bit like, uh, no spoilers, Ned in uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, um, maybe he can portal in Doctor Strange. I don't know. Um, yeah, you never know. Yeah, uh, I, yeah there's, there's mixed messages from this trailer, basically. I think it certainly I, looks better than uh, the... the <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald, because I think in the trailers for Crimes of Grindelwald, I was very underwhelmed. I was like, I don't what. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on? Um, I tell you what, we remember a couple of weeks ago we did, or maybe however long we did ago, the uh, we did an episode on posters. Mm. The one of the posters for Secrets of Dumbledore looks great. It's just Hogwarts, the title, and the Phoenix. Really, that's it. Great, good stuff. Amazing. Is it because they haven't fully rendered all the other? Wide oh no, it's probably just like a <laughs> it's like a teaser poster or something like that. But like, it, no, just keep us that. That's great. Yeah, I love just, it. Just keep us that. I love it. Why not? Yeah. Um, very, very. I have one bit of 
Go ahead. Uh, I have that bit of news, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about you, it. You're gonna, gonna dwell keep, on it. I'm gonna keep those two. Yeah. I'm gonna keep those two because they're they're more related to Spider-Man. So we'll 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 keep those for the next podcast. Yes. Which is good. Um, one thing I did want to say: <laughs> there is a new trailer. I don't know whether you've seen this. There's mm. a new trailer for the the Harry Potter 20th anniversary special thing. Yes, I did see that. <clears throat> Extended yes. look with shots of what is happening. And it things. looks it looks good. It looks incredible. It's it really looks emotional. Great. It looks yeah, yeah. it looks heartfelt and it looks yeah. beautiful. Get everyone back. Like, literally everybody back. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Well, we presume there's, there's, back. There's, a, there's a couple people that weren't in it. Like I don't think Michael Gambon was in it. No, he wasn't actually. No, he wasn't. Was he? No. Was um, Maggie Smith in it? Uh, but like you had Rafe, to check that Rafe, list of names like Ray Fiennes looked Rafe like Fiennes he was like it. like he was like he was like skyping in almost from like somewhere so maybe a lot of people are just going to chip in with yeah. like but like the main cast you have the, the main kids are all back together yeah. kids uh, and uh, <laughs> these blasted kids I love it how they had Gary Oldman and yeah. Daniel Radcliffe having a conversation Very that was good. really cool yeah I need to uh, re-look at the uh, cast list right at the end because it yes. shows that I had um Helen and Bob Carter in it. Uh, looks great. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, it looks amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Maybe that'll be a better reunion shit than uh, that friend stuff that happened. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Every time they do like a is friend... This is what HBO have found their like, niche in now, is they're just, just going to reunite casts over and over again. Just give it like five it'll years a... and you'll have like a reunion of the Avengers. Yeah, they'll have like, like, a, a Lord of the back. Rings one soon. Just you wait. Look, Speaking of Lord of the Rings, that's actually a really good segue. That unintentional one. Did you see the music video that they made? The original Lord of the Rings cast, like no, like uh, bloody Samwise Gamgee, Frodo, and all that. They just made like an, uh, <laughs> a pop song. It's, I haven't actually watched it, but I seen that they made it, and I was like, I need to watch this. I haven't got around to, but yeah, they did that as like a reunion sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you just you you done did it. <laughs> We'll have to uh, we'll have to we'll have to check that out. I guess I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, great. Good stuff. Brilliant. Amazing. Um, we yeah. go from there. I got three more things. Uh, one came out today. You know, what, let's do this one. This is one of the greatest looking movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Nicholas Cage stars in a film where he plays Nicholas Cage. What legend? What is this film called? I can't remember. Let me. Uh, what? Da, 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 da. It's the one with Pedro Pascal. Pedro it, Pascal. And he's it. playing somebody who. Um, the unbearable uh, weight of massive talent. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the unbearable weight of massive talent is the best. Title. This this looks amazing. Yeah, Jim I love the look of this. April twenty second, twenty twenty two. Um, got all the twos on it. Yeah, self-awareness. Nicolas Cage, he's in some of the best movies of all time and some of the worst. He's just that... Straight down the middle, He's a it? bonkers actor, and I love he it. Is, yeah. um, if there was anyone you were going to make a, this movie about, this type of movie about, he would be oh, yeah. He would be near top of the list, oh, yeah. if not top of the list. 100%. Um, but hey, it's just a little thing that I saw, and I was like, his next big move of his career. He's playing himself. Good on you, Nick. That's good. Good on you, Nick Cage. Brilliant. Did you know he's a massive nerd and he had like the original um like issue of Superman comic and stuff like that? And then like some of them got stolen or something like that ages ago. There was a whole fiasco about it and Oh yeah. sad. Yeah, he owned like five of the original first editions of like That's... comics. And then one time like a bunch of them got stolen and it was like, oh 
Fuck man, that sucks. People are assholes. Yeah. Really I'd love to go to his house and see his nerd cave. That'd um, be great. Yeah. Nick Cage's nerd cave. His McCade ca- cave. Cage. Cage. Cave. 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 Cage. Cage. Yep. Okay. Moving <laughs> <laughs> swiftly on. Uh, and last two things I want to talk about something to do with multiverse. Do you think he still has the Superman Lives costume? Oh, oh, he must do. He's got to. I think I dressed the mannequin with the long flowy locks that he had. At the I think he does that himself. Like <laughs> I, 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 think, I think through lockdown, he was like, you know what? I want to grow my hair long. I don't want to wear it. And then he does. And he looks in the mirror. He's like, God damn. God damn. God damn, I look good. What would have been? What would have been? <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yeah. I genuinely... I might see that film, actually. <sighs> So <laughs> Nick Cage is so Nick Cage. I might see that film, and then we'll report on it. Um, last oh. couple of things that I mentioned is to do with multiverse. One of them Ooh, came out today, but the second one came out like 14th of December because that's when I shared the thing. Um, it's called Everywhere. No, scratch that. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. So it's a film about the multiverse. Um, it's completely non-superhero based or anything like that, as far as I'm aware. Um, it was made by A24 and it's got Michelle Yeoh in it oh, A24 are the same people that did The Green Knight and, and yes. many other projects um, so this film's got Michelle Yeoh in it and it's yeah. basically she comes across this dude and he's all about multiverse, multiverse, multiverse and the premise throughout the entire film I think I realise is that she encounters different universes of herself and she embodies like that that into herself but in that universe so like in one universe she's like a karate kicking psychomaniac and she's incredible and then in another one i don't know she's like a chef or something but it it's so bonkers and it looks so incredible it's really it's not just like another version of herself comes through a portal or anything like that but she takes on the characteristics or the the I don't know the skills of that certain from that universe. Really Mello, great. you need to you need to calm down with the big brain ideas because that is just. <laughs> since I have since Spider Man, my mind on the multiverse stuff is so blown. Like, what if there's another multiverse or galaxy is so big and we're the only one? Oh dear. Multiverses of multiverse. Isn't that what DC did, where they had like the multi multiverse? Multi multiverse. They had the, at the end of Flashpoint. They were like, oh, there's multi multi multiverses, and there's multiple things in multiple yeah. things, and there's multi 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 multi. And then somebody went, this is enough, and just ended it. You, all. Need, <laughs> you, need, you need to stop. You need to calm, you down. Need to calm down. Sit down. Although to follow on from your point, Mello, because it's a really good question actually. A little mm. bit of brainwave here. If we're talking about movies with multiverses, I think that's the new um, trend. It, of course it is anything mm. marvel does will become a trend yeah. um but i i just have to like it's weird for me is like how do you rein it back in especially if you're marvel yeah. if you have like i think this we is, this is what I was, we were talking about like the other week with we spoke about this like a while ago with about, the whole like, like the... does kevin feige have does he know where this is going after no, he the does. Multiverse i think he does yeah. like because it's going to be so hard <laughs> once you tap that once you tap the multiverse oh, yeah. once you once you draw from that yeah it becomes hard to just not like every answer to every explanation you can give it's, is it's, just why don't you just open up the multiverse again and do this yeah it's, and that's it's because that's the big problem with comic books yeah is that you know there's You're always so like, big this idea now, of like, and then as soon as one thing when is you bad, do a flashpoint what do you do after flashpoint you yeah. reset it and then you build up to what another flashpoint or do you go like yeah. You know what I find really weird is that 
you know the trending of marvel has been like oh, i'll just make a really good like film about like the avengers like a group and then everyone tried to do that and then yeah. oh now we're gonna do, just build like the extended universe like the marvel cinema universe and then fucking everyone tried to do that and failed miserably like the dark universe and stuff and now they're doing multiverses and everyone's trying to build on multiverses and like, I find it funny that the first big budget movie of The Flash is fucking Flashpoint. Like, what? <laughs> I don't get that. Like, just... It's that your, weird first, your first yeah. movie of him is him rebooting stuff. <sighs> what? <laughs> well, Spider-Man's first movie was a crossover event. What do you mean? No, the first Spider-Man 1? First one he was in. Oh, what, Homecoming? Yeah. Or Civil War? Civil War. Right, uh, no, but I mean, like, The Flash having a big movie. You know what I mean? Because he had, like, the shows and stuff like that, but, no. like... Okay, no. Big I, budget I, movie. I get what you mean, yeah, though, yeah. I guess. I... <laughs> there might be, like, an old movie that I have no idea about that I, I've completely sure forgotten. I'm not, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, there is. There's yeah. the there's the old Justice League movie, the really old one, that had, like... <sighs> oh, yes. That had The Flash and Green Lantern in it, and... Aquaman, mm. it, like all of the subpar here, none of the big yeah. three or anything. Um, I've forgotten what subpar. I'm gonna have to hang on a minute. <laughs> the I'm audacity to... to call it that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, to be honest, DC's subpar characters like Aquaman and Flash, like they're big. They were bigger than what the Iron Man and Captain America was of the universe of Marvel. Um, but hey, that's universe. not what I meant. No. Fucking internet, honestly. Why do I even bother? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to go into the metaverse. See, it's even coming to real life. Mark Zuckerberg's trying to cash in on it. The metaverse. I didn't even watch that video of what he was trying to do. Like, oh yeah, you can make your own avatar. and Look at me, I'm making myself. Oh, so you're telling me, Mark, of all the things that you could have made on the internet to be an avatar, you chose yourself. Jesus Christ. Maybe he turns into a lizard. There you go. It was called the Justice League of America. Oh, God. And it had... Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> this image is all I need to show Ryan for him to get what this show was like. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh we got to watch that. <laughs> oh, we got to watch that. Yeah, it had Flash. Um, <laughs> it had Flash. It had Green Lantern, who's the guy in the leather jacket, apparently. Uh, the Atom. Green Lantern, but in leather. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Bad. Really, really bad. Um, Brainiac was the villain, though, so props for that. That's hey, pretty uh, cool. Fuck, you know, even bloody Zack Snyder couldn't do a Brainiac. Eat shit. No, I'm joking. He didn't write a movie. Uh, there's a, oh, there's the Flash TV show in the yeah. 90s. Um, don't know what that was like, but lasted a couple of seasons, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I... I... The thing is, is that it's that weird balance, isn't it, of what studios want versus what creatives want. Because studios mm. want to make money. And where's the money now? It's in multiverses. Yeah, that's what bro. Marvel's doing. So yeah. it's like, you know, they maybe don't necessarily want to do Flashpoint straight away. But, but there might been, be a lot of people but, on the board that are like... I mean, there's, a, there's multiple re- I guess you say there's a multiverse of reasons to do a fucking multi... <gasps> no, because oh, they want to do a multiverse... Because it's popular. And they want to do a multiverse because the DCEU, whatever the fuck they call it, Worlds of DC, I think, has been such a fucking catastrophe of events. I mean, it's getting better now, to be fair. 
you had Shazam, you've had Zack Snyder's Justice League, you've had had The Suicide Squad, you've had Birds of Prey. But I would argue that it's been, they've been better movies in spite of a multiverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yet we're still pushing ahead, like we're getting the Joker 2, aren't we, and all this bollocks. Yeah. Um, I don't mind things like, like obviously we're getting a Batman trilogy, I don't mind that because it's going to be a self-contained trilogy, or I really hope it's going to be a self-contained trilogy. Imagine if fucking Um, Matt Reeves' Batman just comes in with Jared Leto's Joker. I'm sorry I gave you that idea. Hollywood, don't do that. I'm just going to breathe for a minute. And out. Right, okay, yeah. Um, yes. No, no. I, I, I would really love them to leave the Joker in this Batman trilogy, which I think they're going to do. I'll be honest. I think, they, I think they're going to step away from the Joker. They're going to have Riddler as the first villain, and then there's going to be Penguin in the second one, which they'll set up in the first one a little bit. Well, he's, he's having his own little series, isn't he? Little series, yeah, yeah. prequel series thing. So um, then he'll be like, what? He might not be. Actually, the Penguin might not be like a the main stat, but he might just be there throughout all, all three movies. He's just been like a nuisance. As a nuisance, which I think mm. is one way to do the pet. I think it's the best yeah. way to do the Penguin because that's kind of what he is in I, things like the Arkham games if, and stuff. Okay, so we're having. Uh, the Riddler in this first Marries's yeah. movie. Is there is there a villain that hasn't necessarily been in or done justice that you'd love to see? Scarecrow again. Again? Not a not a Mister Freeze or a Mad Hatter or a Clayface. I, I think Freeze can be done really well. Or Killer Croc. Uh, Freeze can be done really well. I'd like there um, to do a Mister Freeze again. Just do that in the second one or something. And that then, would be cool. I think that would be a really good, like, um, <laughs> oh dear, gradual build to like the absurdity of some of the villains that Batman comes across. You like, you have Riddler is like all about the mind and shit. Then you have Mister Freeze. It's like, okay, this technically shouldn't be possible, but it is. All right, however, then you have like a Killer Croc, and you're like, okay, now it's a fucking you mutant are a crocodile man. And then you have Clayface, yeah, or Solomon Grundy, or something. Yes, Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Yes, you have that. Just build it up. <laughs> And then, like, bring it back to Earth with, I don't know, Joker. then do the then do the Joker yeah. or something. No, I, I, there's a lot of great Batman villains. I want them to do another pass at... Um, the only reason I say Scarecrow is that he technically wasn't the big villain in that movie. It was technically... Very true. Role. And yeah, he yeah. only really became full Scarecrow riding in on a horse yeah. at the end. And it was like, yeah. oh, can we, could you just put him in a hat and, a, like, a straw mask and, like... Can we, it also fulfills my desires for Batman to do a little bit more of a horror trilogy and have oh, like God, it was so good, you know, yeah. and fear and things. And also, let's not let's put this away. Like poor old Scarecrow has got a really bad rap. Like, mm. like he was he was the, he wasn't really the main villain of the first Nolan movie, mm. and he wasn't the main villain of Arkham Knight. No, he wasn't. It was, uh, he, it was he... Arkham Knight. <laughs> I mean, in the end, they yeah, brought him back was. around to be, but yeah. he wasn't what the story necessarily focused on the whole time. He was kind of there for the first act and the last act. That's very true. Do you see, like, because yeah. the, the the whole thing of like, oh, look, who's the Arkham Knight? It's just Red Hood storyline. Like, that was the main... Which is fine. Which was great. Yeah, which don't get me wrong, which is fine. Yeah. And that story's really good as well. But it's like, could, we just, could you just could you just leave it out, other villains? Could you just give, give Scarecrow the chance to, like... Shine and yeah, yeah. Um, and I've always said Mad Hatter, yeah, because I just he's pretty bloody mad. I want to see him at a table drinking tea and <laughs> with his bunny rabbit and taking people on a trip mm. into Wonderland. That would be really funny. Yeah. Um, and then that is when you see Johnny Depp. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> 
Imagine Johnny what, Depp what being the blasphemy have you done? Johnny Depp. Oh, and that's... <gasps> I've got it! I've got it! I've got it! So you have Matt Reeves as Batman. He goes up against the Riddler and stuff like that. Then the next film you do the Mad Hatter. And it's actually Johnny Depp from the Alice in Wonderland universe. And it's Tim Burton. And then Tim Burton is also introduced as Batman, which is that... Oh, and then you that's need to stop. You need to really Multiverse stop. of multiverse, mate. You need to stop. <laughs> stop. 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 Put your no way home, I'm my a, cat. I'm a, I'm a genius. Fucking <laughs> genius, man. <laughs> Speaking of multiverses, are there any we... more? Are there any more? Ba- I'm trying to think of obscure Batman villains now that I'd, um, love, to. I'd love Catwoman to have another movie that was actually good. What's his name? The one that he cuts himself for every kill he does or something? Oh, Zaz. Zaz, do him. Yeah. Um, Zaz. Zaz is a really cool character. Yeah. That because be cool. we had him in. Uh... That would make a good detective story, actually. Because pretty... Zaz, Zaz is effectively just a serial killer. Yeah. Wasn't he in something recently? Was he in the Suicide Squad? I think he was. Yes. Yeah, he had a cameo because he, he he turned up at the prison and he was like, "Look at me with all my scars on me." Oh, and also there was Calendar Man in that as well. Tell... No, that was no. Calendar Man. Yeah. yeah. T- no, tell you what. In the next uh, film of Batman, there should be Kite Man. I'm telling you now. Calendar Man uh, is one that should get fucking, what? What about um, bloody... What's his face? Flame. He's, Without he's, fear, he's, life is meaningless. Oops, yeah, that I apologise. That is a really great quote, actually, from Scarecrow. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I apologise for yeah, hitting the so mic, then. Like, Scarecrow is like... You could go off down a... <laughs> proverbial. <laughs> you could go off down a rabbit hole. <laughs> and, you could, and you could do, like, the Mad Hatter <laughs> and, and things. But, like, if you wanted to keep it, like, sinister and still a recognisable villain, do Scarecrow as the main villain of yeah. the movie. Like, that would be really um, cool. Why don't they do, like... What was his name? Firefly or something? Firefly's a good one, Firefly, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. That's a good one. Just a um, maniac. He's a fucking arsonist. Pyrotechnic maniac. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Um, I'm just would, trying to think of That would be the... very much like, kind of like, I can imagine like, that being like, a little bit like the vulture in the first Spider-Man movie. Yes. Like that kind of vibe. That would yeah. be. That'd be real good. Um, um, who, and else, then... who else deserves another? Who else deserves What about Two-Face? Two-Face, Because yeah. a, bit, a bit like Scarecrow in The Dark Knight. He was fucking great. But just him. Well, if they ever make a, a long Halloween live-action movie, it's effectively just Harvey Dent's story, so yeah. they can make him the main yeah. character of that. I, I think, um, up, but... I'm trying to think of like, all the characters that you come up against in Arkham Knight, which I, I generally love that game. I I would argue it's probably the best one in the series, but again, that's probably blasphemy, but mm, I, I think it's... I would say Arkham City. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would just say it's just a lot of people probably shit on it more than they should. Like, yeah, yes, they a, do, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like, oh, there's too much Batmobile and stuff like that. I'm just like, you don't need to use it. No, you can you can traverse the city. <laughs> you can just still traverse. Takes a while. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I, fine I had with a lot that. of fun playing Arkham. I love Arkham. Knight. When I stopped using the Batmobile, and I decided to go and just, yeah. I was like, pick a, like an area on the map and just stick to that area. The only ones that you effectively are forced to use the Batmobile is like the Riddler, like yeah, racing was, thing, which that is that was dumb. the one annoying thing was where you had that to... that was dumb, and then also there was the uh, uh, like the. Every so often, you have like this little mini game that you have to like destroy a bunch of like drone cars and stuff with the Batmobile. And it's like you don't have to do that. No, you don't have to. So I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Bane. Bane, but like the the, the actual the, Bane, the Venom fueled Bane. That'd be pretty. That would cool. be a really cool trilogy. Just do the Nightfall trilogy. Yeah. Of Batman getting broken, and then as and have Azrael Batman come in. Oh, Azrael, yeah, bring him in, and then have the resolution of that at the end. Nice. That would be that would be a really cool one. Good stuff. Um, somebody who who needs justice on the big screen, fucking Robin, man. Oh, he's been done dirty. Yeah. He has been. 
I think he's getting a little bit of a revival with Titans, which I haven't watched, but apparently is going strong at the moment. Yeah, apparently Pe- that's people good. People seem to like that show. Um, a bit. They should give Red Hood a movie or Deathstroke. The fucking Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah. such a good villain. Jesus we almost Christ. got close to that. Yeah. With, you know, Batflick murder Batman. But um, You had, um, he was actually a really good Death actor Stroke, to portray. Deathshot, uh, uh, you know, Deadshot, Deadshot yeah. as well is another good one you could do. The entire Suicide Squad, yeah. Yeah. The entire Suicide Squad, exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the Deathstroke, um, Joe Manganiello, like, he was a great choice to be he was, Deathstroke. Yeah. He was, a really good choice. Then you just see him in the suit with fucking Jesse Eisenberg, and you're like, okay, cool. All right, good for <laughs> you. <laughs> God, that's a we bad got, movie. We got, we got him at the end of, uh, of uh, in Zack Schneider's Back Garden in the Justice League. His Back Garden. Good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's so much. They should do a Red Hood. They should do. Oh, there's so many great Batman trilogies you can make. You can make a whole trilogy about the death in the family, mm. and then the Red Hood. Just why why Joker all the time? For fuck's sake! You know, literally we've listed off like maybe why ten. Are you so serious. We've listed off ten because fucking Joker, villains. Joker is the Joker, yeah. and he's great. But yeah, it's time to give him a rest for a little bit. Yeah. Bring him back when you've earned it. Yeah. And also, therefore, actually, when you do that. The impact will be better because, yeah, you won't like people won't be like. I tell you won't what, we be like, do. oh, Joker again, but just another person. They'll be like, oh my god, Joker's back. Yeah, and then it I tell you what, I kind of want to do. Um, yeah, I want to say Deathshot, but it, um, he is in Justice League. Uh, Deathshot is he in Justice League? Deathstroke in Justice League is Death, dead, Deathstroke. Is dead, yeah, not is, Deathshot. Is Deadshot yeah. in, in? No, he's not. No, he's not. No, I, I think he uh, mistyped. Uh, no offense there, Mode. Um, uh, no, it's all good but, though. Um, we understood. Maybe he would have been in the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I tell you what, we should do for the next uh, few podcasts when we lead up to the Batman. The Batman. I I would very much like to go through Matt Reeves's Planet of the Apes films, and then also go through the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm. Six six podcasts leading up to that. That one glorious. Damn. The Batman. It's up to you. you. Want to do the Batman anthology as well? Fuck. <laughs> What is in like Tim Burton's movie, Tim Burton's as well? I tell you what, I would very much like to do that. I don't know how many weeks it is until because it's what March twenty second or something like that. March tw- uh, March fifth. Well, we could we can we can pretty easily smash out the two Tim Burton movies and and maybe yeah. the other two in a day. Yeah, and then another day is watching the Nolan trilogy, and then we can do uh, the Planet Eight songs because Planet Eight songs are so good. I've not, I've not watched movies. the new ones. I have to they admit. are so good, man. They're really good. Just fucking Andy Circus just being an ape. And you're like, yeah. Isn't he always an ape? I mean... In most of what he does. <laughs> Imagine if he just turns into an ape as Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I do think, I do think we're going to get a bit more of a gritty fighter fighting Alfred, which I'm not necessarily a fan of, but some people will be excited to see. Um, yeah. It's a different interpretation. You Sh- just shot- want to... Shotgun wielding Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, I, just, I don't really care. It's a different interpretation. It is a different interpretation. Um, In fact, they did... They, one one thing I will praise the city of... Oh, the fucking Court of Owls. I'll do that. No, we're getting a game But actually first. do... Uh, they, we are getting a yeah, game. Yeah, we're getting a game. Owls, which that. I'm really excited about, actually. Yeah. That looks really good. But yeah, um, Court of Owls is another one. I haven't seen the movie because everyone said it was met. What, uh, the first Suicide Squad? Yeah, we did a podcast on it. It was... Oh, 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 that was an experience. Oh, oh no. I can't believe I've watched that movie twice. <laughs> I've I've watched it way too many times. Siri, me. Uh, I'm gonna just double check what episode it was on. 
Yeah, um, do, do for a reference. And we also saw the second one that was directed by. I James I, re- Gunn. I really liked the second one. I really liked that one. We'll do a. Uh, that's another episode I want to do. Is sort of like a ten top ten, not yeah top five best and worst things we watched this year. We watched a few things that we could do. Hmm. Um, you know, you've seen a bunch of things that I haven't seen. I've seen a bunch of things you haven't seen. We could do that. We could just like compare notes and stuff, and then probably at the end of that episode, just be like, "What are we looking forward to in the new year?" Yes. Hey, um, internet, can you work so I can look at what episode we did? <laughs> I think it was like in the thirties or something. Jesus. Uh, it was probably quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot of these now, but. That was definitely a while ago. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good, good. stuff. Um, How did we get to this point? I don't This no. is what we were we discussing. Were, we were talking time, about yeah. um, the, what the fuck was it called? What the fuck was it called? Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. The uh, Michelle Yeo That's how multiverse. we got talking about this. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you, Ryan. Go on. Question me. <laughs> I'm gonna. Sp- I, I kind of. Wa- I was debating whether to wait for this until the next episode, but I'm gonna do it now because it'd be a fun thing to talk about now without you know spoiler free and all that. Mm. Um, rank all the Spider-Man movies. Go. Rank all the Spider-Man movies. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Two. Uh, Into Spider-Verse. No Way Home. Top top to bottom, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Spider-Man Two first. Uh, Into Spider-Verse. No Way Home. Homecoming. Spider-Man 1. Homecoming above Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1 is really good. It's just... I can totally see it. It's just a little bit too much cheese. Yeah. Just a bit too much cheese. It is a bit of like a four cheese piece. I love it. I do love the film. And then after that, probably... uh, Far From Home. And then after that, again... uh, Spider-Man 3. Then Amazing Spider-Man 2. Then Amazing Spider-Man 1. There you go. There we uh, go. Where the fuck it did we? When did we do this? I would, I would personally put Amazing Spider-Man one above Amazing Spider-Man two. Oh, but that's, that's a debate wanna, for another you day. Fight me! No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> when did we do it? Bear in mind, I've watched. I have watched the Amazing Spider-Man one oh. a few times, and I've only watched the second one like once. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we did the first Suicide Squad on our twentieth episode. Wow, that's that long ago, mate, and I'm still traumatized. Yikes! <laughs> so, if you go seventy three episodes back, you can hear us um, die, basically. Try very hard to make anything good of that movie. Yeah. Did we come up with any positives? Um, I can't remember. Like, uh, I mean, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn's. She's pretty cool. good. Like Will Smith's Deadshot is good is as well. It's all right. And then uh, nothing about the actual Jai, plot or the movie. Jai, Jai, Jai Courtney as Boom, uh, Boom- Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang was pretty. I was about to call him Boomerang Man. <laughs> <laughs> Boomerang Man. <laughs> that is a better name than the Boomerang. To be fair, Captain Boomerang. Captain. Fuck it, why not? Anyway, it's so all last, man. last, uh, last bit of news that we're going to lead on to is today. It's finally out. Um, co- I would say, nah, fuck it. Do I say it? Say what? Say something about Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, this isn't really a spoiler. If it's it's not really a spoiler, but hey, one of the post credit scenes, I won't say how many there are because that would be a spoiler. I won't say whereabouts it is. One of the post credit scenes is Doctor Strange and a Multiverse of Madness, the it's trailer. It's just a straight-up trailer. Straight-up teaser trailer. At the end of the film. Fucking get in. It's um, like, it's not even, I wouldn't even class it an after credit scene. There's but, another after credit scene, but this isn't yeah. an after credit scene. It's a yeah. full-on trailer. Yeah, but this was now fully released um today like mm. literally two hours ago and 
seeing it in its HD glory and sort of like re-going through it. Fuck, this looks good. Oh my god. I've heard rumors about like what it's going to include, which might make you not like the sound of it. Uh-oh. I was waiting for the twist. But I think from what this is, and I think from the basic plot and stuff, I'm like, fuck, this looks gorgeous, this movie. Can you talk about those rumors without spoiling Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can. That's right. Yeah. Just so to double check. Basically, Multiverse of Madness. This is rumors, so I do not know. So this is like a scoop. Um, rumors are that they're just going to fucking include everything. X-Men films. Fantastic Four films. They're going to have cameos left, right, and center. It's just going to be fucking everything, mate. Just all in. Hugh Jackman might appear. Because there was that picture that Hugh Jackman took with Kevin Feige. Not that, like, maybe six months ago. And everyone was like, are you going to be Marvel? Are you going to be Marvel? And then, hey, Multiverse of Madness. Rumors are he's going to be in it. Well, I mean... Uh, there's also rumors that... After Spider-Man, it's kind of like, well... All of this is now canon, isn't yeah. it? Effectively, rumors are that Japanese Spider-Man is going to be in it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And honestly, tell you what, if it's just cameos, go all out. Fuck it. Why not? Just have like you know there be a scene between like the big good guy and a bad guy, and then in the background you just see this one portal, and it's the fucking X-Men universe, and you just see Hubert Jackman there. <laughs> Calling Hubert. Jackman. <laughs> 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 um whatever I'm fine with that if it's like you know maybe 15 minutes of the film is just like hey look at this universe this is the character that does this I'm like yeah okay like get back to the main plot I want to see that what, what's this mean for the wider universe like what is the the struggles that Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange is all going through and stuff if it's just cameos left right and centre like fucking Space Jam Legacy oh, get out of here <laughs> What are you doing? Um, I have a question for both of you. What is the best advice for someone told you? What is the best advice that someone told you or you know? That's good. We'll get onto that in a minute. That's a good question. I spotted yeah. that. That's a really, That's good, actually question. A really, good, really question. good question from Mello. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, but um, what do you, th- what do you think of this trailer? We'll get, we'll get onto that in a second. That's actually a really good question. I want to delve into that. Fuck. I don't... <sighs> <laughs> okay, so before I mentioned all that cameo bollocks... What did you think of this trailer? I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see uh, lots of different characters back. I yeah. like the Wanda's in the movie. It's always good yes. to have more Wanda because I think she's one of the best characters in the MCU. Yes. Um, there's a lot of especially me, after Wanda. Yeah, there's a lot of me though that is just like this is just going to be one of those films that just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And as long as they keep a central plot through it, I be fine. Obviously, we know. Spoilers for the trailer, everybody. That evil Doctor Strange is the main villain. Confirmed. One of them. One of them. One of them. At least he's the ultimate threat. Bar- uh, Mordo's back. Mordo is back. Yeah, um, a different to, version of Mordo. To, it's the same one, but he's just braided his hair. He's got a beard as well. I thought. Yeah, um, he's a bit yeah. old. I mean, we haven't seen maybe him since twenty sixteen. Maybe it's the Mordo of the universe yeah. with the evil Doctor Strange. Maybe. I don't know. He, uh, I I love that. I think this I, is the best looking. Oh, this is probably going to be the best looking Marvel film because Sam Raimi. He's got his own vision. It looks like he's going all out. It's got a bit of horror elements to it, which is what is sort of from his uh, previous films, like um, Evil Dead franchise um, with Bruce Campbell. 
So that's going to go all out. Do you think all that out. he made the... Because you, you just mentioned that. Do you think he made the Spider-Man movies purposefully just the most cheese that you've ever seen in your life? Oh, yeah. If you like go back Because and watch... that was his way of making a serious movie yeah. as a horror director. Because yeah. if he toned it back at all, it would have slipped into like... I think this is why I love Spider-Man 2 so much. It's because, yeah, it's got a little bit of cheese. But, Christ, if you actually look at the plot, and if it, it's so depressing. It's so much character and heart and just... Ugh. Yeah, so good. Like Peter Parker's getting beaten on the entire film. I just think he doesn't. Like, he doesn't get a rest, mate. Like we, we, like we, we. Is it <laughs> okay? This is a point. This might trigger a few people. I apologize. No, good. But what is the point in what if? If all of your mainstream movies as well are just going to be multiverse movies. What is like, in like the like what if, if series? Yeah, you you set up what if because you were like we want to tell the maximum amount of Marvel stories we can about yeah. alternative versions of these characters and alternative versions of events. Mm. And what if things had played out differently then? Who yeah. would have shown up? Who would have turned out differently? You know? yeah. And I know we got evil Doctor Strange as one of the characters in that. You know, all the... Um, yeah. What's he called? He's got a special name, hasn't he? What, evil Doctor Strange? Yeah. Like Doctor Strange. Strange Supreme or something? Supreme or, or something. Or Superior yeah. Doctor Strange Supreme. or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, yeah, anyway. Um... Evil Doctor Strange. Uh, like, <sighs> cool. That's fine. Like, if you have that TV show, it's cool. But like, like an anthology, it, it, isn't stuff, it? Like yeah. undermining that a little bit, or making that kind of less important. If you're just going to then do that same themes and those same things in your main universe, because um, like, what, what's the again? I think it's. I'm hoping that the main story in this film is just Doctor Strange going like. Oh no! Mm. Like he, he notices like the fucking Loki and what he's been up to in his uh, show, and like that him coming and him being like, yeah, there's this guy called Kang. He's a big deal. Like this whole like, and they're going to lead up to like secret wars, and like the whole multiverse war and stuff like that. And Doctor Strange is going around in this film being like, I need. Oh no! Oh, what's happening? And he's just going around confused, and he's like, I need to stop this. I need to shut this thing down. I need to stop this. And yeah, he's just losing his mind basically. Yeah, <laughs> can't do it alone and then he goes asks Wanda, Wanda and stuff yeah uh, yeah. well maybe but <sighs> yes they are bringing out a new Wolverine game as well by yeah. Insomniac same people that did Spider-Man game looks really good I yeah I just like that was the thing when I saw that Evil Doctor Strange was in this and I started thinking about things it was like like that's okay like, it's okay like I get I get why you're doing it don't get me wrong mm. I get why Marvel are going that way because you know, in a multiverse scenario, who is the most evil person that Doctor Strange could come up against? An evil version of himself. Mm. Yeah, cool. One of the most. I powerful, hope that they, you know, in a way, I hope that that's not the main thing again. Yeah. Because like, I hope it's just like oh, an alternate universe where oh, it's been bad Doctor Strange. But again, they're riding that line of one of the problems in the other Marvel films has just been like, oh, there's the hero, and he just goes up against a clone of himself. Like Iron Man just goes up against a bigger Iron Man. It's and definitely a theme, isn't Black it? Black Panther just goes up against another Black Panther. Like, yeah, the villains are compelling enough. Like, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger is great. He's but essentially the, just evil Black Panther. But, you know, but at the yeah. end of the film, it's just the main fighting sequence is just Black Panther versus Black Panther. Like, Hulk, it's just Hulk, Hulk versus, versus Hulk. Hulk. It's, yeah. you know, the only other shows that I feel have done that really well, you know, Civil War's done that differently, Infinity War's, like, it's, you know... Yeah, they're ensemble films. I'm trying to think of it. Like, Spider-Man. He doesn't have to go up against another Spider-Man. Unless it's Venom, I guess. 
but yeah. well, that's I different enough, I guess. Yeah, it's it's kind of. I just had that thought when I watched it. I was kind of like, this is cool, but like, why? Why? Like, I would I. Because the original thing that was rumored that was the premise for this movie was going to be that it was going to be focused around like evil Scarlet Witch versus Doctor Strange, mm. which we still might get. We might get that, but yeah. that to me is more compelling than evil yeah. Doctor Strange versus normal Doctor Strange. Just Doctor Strange just being like, I'm not. What have you done? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm j- I'm just like I think because there's so many things in the pot Sam Raimi's directing. It's so a Doctor Strange. It looks like. It's gonna just go insane, which is just what all Doctor Strange is about. I want to see just weird visuals. Yeah, you know, with obviously a really good story behind it and stuff. You know, Scarlet Witch is in it. It's got the good characters. It's got the good director behind it. The visuals look amazing. It's got it's got good characters. It's got great actors. It's got you know good direction in Sam Raimi. It's just it's just whether or not it's gonna be. What next? How much will the studio get involved? I guess or something. Yeah. Also, but also, yeah, it's just kind of like I don't know. I think the risk of like the trouble is, and this maybe plays into the whole like get, it has to be bigger and better thing mm. a little bit, is that obviously, obviously, Spider Man went pretty big, <laughs> yeah, with what it ended up doing, yeah. So it's like, oh, we now as the next movie coming out have to match that. Maybe. And the trouble is, is if you remain on that beat for too long. This goes back to what I said a minute ago about like uh, after you do Flashpoint, what do you do after Flashpoint? Because yeah. like you have to you have to match that. Rain it in, guys. Studios quite often like to match that intensity. Yeah, and it's like that's okay, but <clears throat> there is a real chance the public could get burnt out by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they so do it you've right. You've got to be careful. Yeah. But hey, uh, you know, most people going to the cinema just want a good time, and if it delivers that, then maybe you know. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is out today is the new Matrix film we haven't seen oh, it oh yeah that came out today um, we probably won't do like an episode on it because we, before I do something like that I'd like to go through like maybe the other Matrix films um, I've not fully watched the third one all the way through I've so I need to I love the first one and I haven't seen any others have you not uh, <laughs> no, no 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 the second one is is an okay movie it's okay it's not yeah. as good as the first one obviously yeah. the first one's a classic but yeah, no, we could, we could do that again. That, that'd be good. That's fine. We've got loads of things planned for the future anyway, so it's just we need to get through the other things first. Get through other um, what's the best advice that you've been given? Best advice? Given oh, someone? my God. That's such a big question, man. Or, oh, sorry. Um, what's the best advice that someone has told you or that you know? The thing is, when in something like this, I'm trying to think of... I've listened to a lot of podcasts recently when they've had, like... You know, uh, I listen to uh, the Happy Hour podcast uh, with Jack May and stuff, and they have guests on. And at the end of every episode, they say to the guest, "What is the meaning of life?" And then some of them make jokes like, "Ah, forty-two, haha, <laughs> get it." Um, and then others, they genuinely say something really, really like inspiring. Yeah. Um, like Ian Holloway was one of their guests recently. I'm trying to catch up on podcasts, um, but Ian Holloway is such a character. But he was just like. Just fucking don't moan like <laughs> start moaning and just not deal with it but just let you know make the most out of anything it's like that's as it's probably simple but as good enough of ad- advice as anyone could get and also like advice in being like just try you know just 
there's no point like for example i got plans in the future that i really want to do and i'm a procrastinating and b somewhat terrified because i i want to do it but i don't know if i'm good enough in doing it how do i know if i'm good enough in doing it if i just don't do it you know yeah just fucking do it man the procrastination paradox yeah it's you know i've always like not really had the greatest amount of confidence and self-esteem um but just you know there's times when i just have to think oh just fucking do it just get come on get up do it because the longer i think about it the worse it gets and i guess that's probably like my own (laughs) own bit of advice that i'd give to myself every day is be self-aware but not too self-aware you know know what know what you're doing what sort of impact you're making on the world like who you're around what you're saying to people Mm. but the more you are self-aware the more dangerous that can become in the fact that like oh god if i just talk to this person what if they hate me like no okay that's too self-aware just as long as you're not a dick you're fine (laughs) approach everything with grace yeah yeah just be humble man just do that i it's not necessarily a quote i've heard or people have said to me but just i don't know it's just like from everything that i've heard it's all like come into this ball of self-knowledge i guess what about you i i don't think there's one specific quote that i or one specific thing that anyone has ever told me that i can remember in this moment because i've had many conversations with many people about what life is you know whether it's with my mum or my dad or but the thing i always the thing i've been thinking about a lot recently in my life over the past year i would say um and i think it's brought about by like just where i am in my life but also everything going on externally like covid and things is probably helping it along a little bit mm. in the thought process and that is that i is just make make the most you can out of every moment yeah because time flies especially when you're getting older like us yeah time flies and the pandemic started 2 years ago it did yeah it's fucking crazy isn't it <laughs> It's insane. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm, we're, we're like, we're 25 now. Are you 25 yet? No, not yet. Not, not, you not are. Yet. I am. <laughs> fucking tell Literally, me about I it. was walking home from work and I was like, oh, it's going to be my birthday in six months. And I just thought about my age. And I was like, I'm 25. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That happened to me as well. I was like, I'm quarter of a decade. Uh, not like, decade. Quarter of a fucking century yeah. old. And that, like, by by living, like... Find um, happiness in oneself and no one can be... Hit. Yeah, that's true. Very true. That's very, that's very that's true. That's a very good I, one. I feel yeah. that very, very... I feel that a lot, mellow. to be fair. Yeah. Tia's like, what uh, the fuck? I was 18 when I started 20 uh, this year. Jeez. T- Wait another five years, man. I kind of... <laughs> I've, I've actually <laughs> thought... Really about, hit you. I've thought about this recently and, you know, when we were 18, we could drink for the first time. We could do yeah. all this sort of stuff. When you've just turned 18 and it's this shit hit, fuck, you haven't had that, like, let's go on, go on a bender, let's have a nightclub experience, like, constantly. You've not had that. So, it's, think... it's like thinking about all the uni students who yeah. went to uni two years ago. Fuck. They've not had a proper freshers' week. They've not no. had a freshers' experience. Exactly. They've not had. Most of them have had to be isolated within their new student. That's insane. To they think. haven't gone somewhere to start a new life and live their adult life. They've gone somewhere to quarantine and <laughs> learn. 
I'm like, not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at the situation. That is incredible. It's incredible, isn't it, to think about that? That is a completely different experience from even what I experienced. Yeah. I didn't have the best time at uni. For and other reasons, I'd like to, but... I'd like to ask, like, does everyone in this two years? Do you still feel like a eighteen year old, a twenty three year old? Or I still feel like a twenty twenty. Yeah, that's what I feel like, I and mean, God knows what it feels like to like be eighteen. Do you still feel eighteen? Like, you got a two in your second digit now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a two there now. You've parsed the ones, you're in the twos now. Yeah, you got a two, mate. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, happy birthday for your 20th this year. I hope it was all right. Like, yeah. But my God, man. do something. But yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, the best advice is that I've received, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean going out and being a nutcase and living life to the fullest and being adventure, yeah, and doing all that stuff because mm. there's a lot of people who think that that's the definition of it. Yeah. But make the most of... Uh, <laughs> I'm fucked, yeah. <laughs> um, Jeez. You know, it means it means be be as i guess this is the way be as present and in the moment all the time as you can yeah and that's what i've really tried to do and like like for example this is just one example with my work life i i spent the two years working when i was living with my parents still after i dropped out of uni i spent it kind of just kind of just getting through the day Mm. i went to work and i I wasn't really present at work because my mind was never there i was always wanting to just end the day get through do the next job do this I've switched that completely recently because I've realized that I'm going to be working, I'm going to be taking out, I'm going to be spending time with these people here a lot of my time. Mm. So I need to start enjoying every little moment. And I need to start, you know, and even if it's little changes, like I've stopped walking to work with headphones in my ears, listening to music. And I've stopped listening to music at lunchtime. And now I tend to sit down and I have my coffee there and I, I have my lunch and I do a Sudoku or a crossword in the paper. Yeah. Just little things like that about like enjoying it, being present in every moment. It doesn't mean that you don't like sit down and listen to music for an hour one day yeah, or something. Yeah. No, do do that. But also make sure that you're being present in, you know, making the most of your evenings when I get in and making sure like, oh, is there a job I can do now? Can I do this now? Can I do that now? Yeah. You know, when I'm out with friends, when I'm doing things, when I go to experiences, can I make the most of it? Can I be as present as possible? So that's something I thought about. Mm. I think with I think me... that's my message to everyone. Like, no, I, you know, I, that's really good. Um, with me it's weird because I can't really do that with the whole I find it because whenever you know you mentioned about like getting through the day I definitely mm. relate to that because there's been times where you know I'm at work I don't want to be at work and I'm just like or whenever I get really down I sort of have like two bits of advice to myself like I have the advice of oh just you know live in the moment when you can and stuff like that but when I get really down or, you know, something I'm not liking that comes up. I always just think, just get through the day. That You know, whenever I get really down, I'll have like, you know, it's going to get really deep when I have really bad thoughts. I'm just like, see what you like tomorrow. Get through today, see what you like tomorrow. Because you might feel better tomorrow. Yeah. Or, or vice versa. You know, talk to someone tomorrow that you can. You know, i got a lot of friends. Um, and Jem, who I talk with every day, that is sort of you know, kept that part of me at bay. Mm. And when I'm working especially, I really hate it whenever I forget my headphones because I'm now going around work, you know, stacking shelves, and I've just got my thoughts, and I hate that. 
because I start thinking about you know what I'm doing, what I'm you know where I'm doing, what am I doing in my life, who, what, when, where, why, all those sort of questions, and I it really that that sort of gets me down. I can't be in my head too much. That's why I listen to podcasts all the time. Like I I was listening to music at work, um, a lot, and then it got to the point where I was listening to the same music. And I wasn't really taking in the music that I was listening to. So then I got back into my own head, even though I was listening to music. Yeah. So that got dangerous for me. Um, so now I listen to podcasts. Um, you start thinking about everything. Yeah, 100% also have that. It's especially with COVID. Like, oh my God. I, I, I'm I, lucky enough to be in a job where I'm doing something. Yeah. Um, And I haven't ever, other than my operation that i've had i never had like a time off of work so i guess that's a blessing but also hinder- i don't know there's benefits and cons for everything really you know i was at work and i was able to do stuff and keep my mind off things keep my mind off the pandemic just get through it but then also oh god i hate it <laughs> i don't like that at all so with podcasts every single podcast is different every day and i'm constantly thinking about what i'm listening and then there's the odd time where I get some sort of inspiration from the podcast that I listen to. And then I start thinking in my mind about the things that I'm inspired by and what I want to do. So like I said, I've got plans in the new year that I really, really want to do. Um, and hopefully I can get onto that and not procrastinate. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's, yeah, it's finding that balance. Be in the moment, but also if you're feeling down, just... Get through today, you know, and then think about it again tomorrow. Or, yeah. like, you know, do something again tomorrow. Do something different. I, yeah, I've I've felt something similar in my life. I switched my thinking about that recently mm. to do something positive today. Yeah. Doesn't matter how little it is. Yeah. Um, the first thing you have to tell yourself is, like, it's okay to be feeling the way I am today. Today's, yeah. today's a write-off. Fine. Yeah. That's cool. That's okay surrendered myself to that feeling now and i have days like that all the time sometimes i still get them at work where i have shit days at work and i'm just like Ugh, yeah today's not a good day that's fine but i always try and rectify that by doing something small and meaningful to me by the end of the day because mm. then i can go to bed with that one little positive thing and i can go right yeah. right that is the foundation for tomorrow not all the other shit that i've had to deal with today just that one thing is the foundation for tomorrow yeah that i found that that really helps me quite a lot of the time yeah you know, and that can be anything. It can be anything from a little house chore that I do. It can be something personal I do. It can be like just writing a paragraph for a D and D session or something. Mm. Whatever it is, I'm just like go to bed with that in your mind instead of how crap work was today and how stressful everything was and you know chaotic everything was. You know. Yeah, Melo um, says I listened a lot to uh, Juice World. Uh, I'm a big fan of him because of his way of putting his songs out, like his albums Goodbye and Good Riddance is so good. Starts off as his ex breaking up and stuff, and he starts drugs, but he comes back um, from it, and she wants him back, and he's like, nah, I don't need her. I always love his new album, the song Burn, I think is really good. Tell you what, I'm, I haven't heard of him, but I'll definitely give him a... Juicy World, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely give him a listen. Now, thanks for that recommendation, he's, mate. Um, sadly, um, no longer with us. He not... died a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. shit, man! Uh, another. I've I've not I've not heard of him. Um, but uh, I've listened to a couple of his songs. I would uh, I've not listened to as much as you have, Mello. But I would say, yeah, he's a, he's a good artist. He t- talks about a lot of deep stuff and a lot of very relevant things. 
um, especially to our generation. So God. probably worth a listen. Uh, I, yeah, it's good. It's like, it's good when you find something like that, you know. Um, that's why I, I tend to generate, I tend to gravitate towards music that I listen to now that is like whole albums and usually mm. because, uh, yeah. Darkest of Addiction, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. And it's like, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's, it's great when you make a connection with whether it be an artist or an album in particular. And I tend to do this. I tend to gravitate towards music that makes me feel a certain emotion. Like mm. I'll, like, just picking one off the top of my head here, uh, The War on Drugs. Um, mm. uh, oh God, I forgot what the album is called now. Um, Thinking of a Place, that's it. That's mm. the album. Uh, no, A Deeper Understanding, sorry. Thinking of a Place is one of the tracks. It's called A Deeper Understanding. Um, and it's one of my favourite albums. And it's one of my favourite albums to like put on at certain times of the night. It's a very night kind of vibe album. Or yeah. Driving in the Car. It's a great driving album, slash nighttime driving album. Um, yeah. It was. It's like a really good headspace, and like think to think about certain things. And I'm always drawn up with certain emotions when I think of it. And like, um, you know, there's the line from the the title track of the song is a deeper understanding. Is like, you know, uh, a deeper understanding of who I am. And I feel that when I listen to that album, mm. you know, because it came that ca- that album came to me at a point in my life where I was kind of searching for something like that. Yeah, and I was like, oh this kind of answers a little bit that question or at least it inspires me to go and find that answer for myself so yeah yeah um he was coming back from chicago and he had a seizure at the airport people thought he was taking um taking down a lot of pills because they found out a lot of xanax and stuff and he was addicted that's why he died day he came back he was about to go to rehab oh fucking hell it's always really tragic those stories where they're just about to like come on the mend and it's just some crazy stuff happened i listened to um Again, Happy Hour podcast where they had Fabrice Moamba one. Um, footballer, for those that don't know, he was in the Premier League uh, 11 years ago or something like that. And he um, had a heart attack. No, not heart attack. Sorry, he had a cardiac arrest mm. in the game Tottenham versus Bolton. He was playing for Bolton and he had cardiac arrest in the middle of the pitch, like in the first half. And like his story about like what he experienced, like his heart stopped for 70 minutes. Yeah. But yeah he was a healthy individual he had no symptoms he had nothing it's just he was playing felt good before the game he was playing and then he just had like double vision and then woke up in hospital and that was it that's all he remembers that's all that's all he knows yeah yeah because it just gave and then um we also learned well not learned but we remember recently in the um the euros christian erickson had a I can't remember if that was a heart attack or cardiac arrest because there is a difference. It's, heart attack is when you have like palpitations that are irregular and yeah. like it starts to go, and a cardiac arrest is just when it stops. Yeah. Um, I think it was a. I think it was a cardiac arrest. Yeah. And Christ, and well, there's been a lot more people that I've noticed recently in like you know BBC Sport reporting about like oh this you know players collapsed in this match this player's collapsed in this match Sergio Aguero has had to stop playing because of his heart he's had to retire yeah. he's had to retire yeah it's really really heartbreaking um, and oh god don't mean it like that <laughs> pun not intended but yeah it's it's hard to think about and like you know some of his messages throughout the day uh, throughout the podcast was just like you know again take every day to its fullest because you know 
You do, yeah. You don't know what's it's around the corner. Christ, like, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen no. to you the next day. No. Or no. You don't want to. Uh, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean experiencing everything in life. It doesn't make it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean treating life as a checklist and having yeah. to tick all the boxes off. It just means like make sure that you're so you're happy within yourself that you're doing the yeah. best every day. So that if that does happen to you, yeah, you well, don't don't have any regrets. You either. don't have any regrets. Yeah, at the exactly. End of it. Yeah, you feel like you did all you could do. Yeah. Um, also in his new documentary on HBO you can see him using five uh, packs at one time and it's so sad but I love his uh, 999 meaning he said a number was an inversion of 666 known as the mark of the beast he added 999 represents whatever, uh, taking whatever um, whatever bad situation whatever struggle you're going through and turning it into something positive and pushing yourself forward yeah that's real good that's it that's interesting that's cool I like mm. that meaning yeah that's really good there we go. Well, damn, that was some chat, yeah. good, good deep chat. No, I'm, I'm glad we've had this sort of little ramble. Uh, should we talk? Um, obviously, if you want to say more, mellowed in the in the chat, and anyone else in the chat wants to talk about stuff, we will do because it's just a little ramble episode. We will. Um, should we talk about stuff we've been watching? Just things that are on your mind. You said you watched yeah, some stuff recently. I'm, I'm and currently, I'm currently, I'm going to finish it later today. I'm gonna. I'm watching through The Witcher season two, yeah, which recently came. You said it was very good. It's really, it's good. really it's good. Really good. Yeah. Um, the season one was good. Season mm. two is really good. Uh, and yeah, it's good. It's better than the first season. Ah. Uh, I would say it's about the same. About the same. Yeah. yeah. I would say it's about the same. Let's see what you say at the uh, at the end. Well, I do like a catch up next week or something on the next pod. Yes. And see yeah, what you I've, think of the I'm rest. I'm halfway through episode six and I've got two more episodes to go after this. Yeah. So I'm nearing the end. Nice. Um, and we'll see where we get to in the story. Um, it's great. It's a, it's, it's a really good, in a similar vibe to the first season, they've kind of interwoven everybody's stories a little bit, mm. which I like. And it means that people kind of cross paths and different characters meet each other at different times. Uh yeah, and it was really like, genuinely good, really good. Good. So yeah, currently watching through that, um, having a blast with it. Don't know what I'm going to watch after. <laughs> I don't know. You've There's... been watching Hawkeye. I've been watching Hawkeye. I've I've watched um, five episodes of it. The last episode came out today, literally ages ago. Um, I've I've seen spoilers because I, I can't avoid it. I wanted to watch it today, but um, I can't. I can't bloody watch it without watching it without Gem. God damn it, Gem. Thank God you damn very it, much. Jen. No, it's fine. She's great. Um, we'll probably won't have time to watch it after this podcast, but it's fine. I'll watch it tomorrow or something. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, You'll see it. But see it. Hawkeye is really good. I really enjoyed Hawkeye <laughs> because oh god, where do I start? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll obviously do like a a, a little catch up, like you. We'll we'll talk about what we thought of like the last of it, um, and. Yeah, I'll talk about what I think of the final episode, even though I know what happens in it. But so far, Hawkeye, I think, is probably either the second or first best Marvel show come out this year. You know, I could rank them all if you really want me to. Like, the TV shows. The TV shows that came out this year. So, I'd yeah, okay, right. So, I'd say, so far, at the moment, Loki's top, then Hawkeye, then, God, I can't remember what else came out this year. Uh, Falcon I didn't went, see that one. <laughs> what was that? God, I can't remember what God, I can't remember. No, yeah, that came out this year. New from Marvel. Um... 
Uh, what was it? Falcon Winter Soldier, then uh, One Division, then there is a new season of The Witcher on Netflix. Yeah, there is. Yeah, go and watch it go now. Go watch it. Go watch it now. Go do it, watch do it. it now. Uh, you also watched three episodes of Demon Slayer: The Anime Season Two. I need to watch more anime, but I just don't have time, man. I I had I dipped my toe into Studio Ghibli films recently. Yeah. I need to go back oh, yeah. and do that again and and kind of get back into that territory a little bit. Yeah. More. Um. Nah, it's cool. Uh, I've heard Demon Slayer is really good. Um. What was it? What was I saying? Oh yeah, the Falcon Red Soldier, then One Division, then What If? What If is the weakest, definitely yeah. of the whole year. One Division second from bottom. Oh yeah, it's between that and Falcon Red Soldier, because Falcon Red Soldier I thought was overall, you know, you 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 knew what you're getting to. You were like, yeah, I get it. Standard Marvel, it's kind of what like Hawkeye is, but like, there's too many things in Falcon Red Soldier which I was just like. I didn't really like that. Yeah, I don't really care for this. Like, you know, the whole flag smashes bollocks. I, just, I wasn't invested in that. And they spent a bit too much more time with them when I wanted more of, you know, dickhead Captain Rogers. Uh, uh, I'd say also, WandaVision started out really, really good. And then the ending was like, yeah, all right. A bit underwhelming. Yeah, a, a bit underwhelming. underwhelming. Yeah. Um, Watch Demon really good. I don't like a lot of anime, but the anime got me hooked. Yeah. Um, there's very few animes that I really like. I really like um, the movies where... It, which ones is it? It's... Um, Jesus Christ, I've literally got them on my shelf. Your Name is really good. It's probably the best anime i watched. Uh, Weathering with You by the same director also did... Uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, he did that one, which is really good. And it's something like Your Voice or something like that. Something voice. Something about like a deaf, a deaf girl. And that's incredible. Um, I can't remember the name of it of the life for me. But it's really good. Um, yeah, so Hawkeye. Uh, it's uh, it's really good because I really love the interactions between Hayley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop, and Hawkeye himself, Clint Barton. Um, their chemistry is really good. He's like this reluctant, I'll do it. But I, just, I can't. I just want to get over Christmas. I just, yeah. <laughs> like, he, I he, he does things because he has to. And, you know, the bigger bads that are in the film are really good. It's probably got the stronger villains in than any of the Marvel shows so far this uh, see uh, this year. Um, you have Echo, um, who is uh, yeah, she's getting her own series coming out very soon, which I'm like, yep. And the actress, uh, I think her, her name is. Uh, I need I need to get it up, um, but I've forgotten her name. But she's really good, and in uh, in real life, she is uh, an amputee. Uh, so when, uh, and also she's a character who is deaf, and she's deaf in real life. So it's like great casting, and also she's just incredible. She's a badass. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to th- think of her name. Echo Marvel Show. This is terrible of me. I apologize greatly. Echo. Um... We will be right back after these messages. That's not her name, is it? Um, well, her name in the in the show is uh, Maya Lopez. Um, Alacqua Cox, I want to say. I think that's her. Yeah, she portrayed. Yeah, okay, she's great. She's amazing. Um, she's got really good uh, motives for wanting to um, do what she does. <coughs> Um, 
somewhat spoilers, I guess, throughout the show, but obviously we knew it was coming. But Yelena's back. She is great. Florence Pugh is Florence amazing. Ah, oh, she is incredible. Um, the interactions between her and Kate Bishop, Haley Steinfeld, it's they are definitely going to be the the the, the duo the, of the Marvel they going are forward. Black Widow and and Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yes, hundred percent. The they are yeah. so good together. Um, the big bad, which I, I won't spoil this week, I might spoil next week. Um, but they look great. Looking forward to it. Nothing more than that, I want to say. Because I, I haven't seen the final episode and I don't know what happened. Well, I do know what happens, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. Um, what else do I like about the film? That film, show. God, it's so grounded. It's kind of takes the piss out of itself, but it's got some really, really good... There's not a lot of action, I would say, in the show. Interesting. Re- there really isn't a lot. I mean, there's probably the odd like scuffle at the end of every episode, which is what you get. I, I guess it was more like a Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. But like the the down moments that you have in between, um, Haley Steinfeld and uh, uh, Jeremy Renner as their characters, it's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Depends on how this last episode goes. Depends on if I'll put it above Loki or not because I loved Loki so much. Um, but yeah, it's, mm, it's really good. I, I recommend Hawkeye to anyone. Um, that I don't know, probably got a bit burnt out by What If or something because What If was naff. <laughs> some really good episodes in What If, and then some pretty ass ones. Um, what else you been watching? Slash, doing? I what have I been watching? I've been keeping up to date on Critical Role as I always do. Critical Role, yeah, I've heard that's good. Dabbling into some other things. Um, yeah, campaign through Critical Role is weird and interesting. Um, I've also been watch. I watched the uh, two thousand and four. Was two thousand four? Yeah, two thousand and four King Arthur movie uh, the other day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You like your King Arthur stuff? I do like my King. I'm reading mm. King Arthur at the moment. Um, yeah, but yeah, it. I thought I'd, I. It was one of the one of the King Arthur movies I haven't seen, so I was like, oh, I'm going to go and watch this. Uh, for premise for everybody, it's the one that's got um, Keira Knightley in it as uh, Guinevere. It's just um, called King Arthur, yeah. It's just called King Arthur, yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of grounded, gritty take on King Arthur, and kind of in the sense of the like accurate historical representation of who King Arthur probably was, which you know, Clive, Clive Owen as Arthur. Clive Owen as yeah. Arthur, yeah. So King Arthur tends to get painted in kind of more medieval circles a mm. lot of the time, and is like, you know, oh, um, you know, knights in armor and all this and and all that stuff. When actually, when it took place, was the Dark Ages, which was right after the Romans left Britain, and it wasn't necessarily wasn't necessarily like that. Like Arthur was probably, you know. He was probably a Roman knight of some sort, a Roman ge- a general or something that then took up command and yeah. tried to wrangle together the kind of kingdoms that had no power in them. Any, you know, when 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 the when the governance of the realm is governed by the Roman Empire, who just decide to get up and leave one day because they can't be bothered to govern you anymore, the country kind of collapses a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's basically the story of of Arthur and his knights, and they're kind of like a small company of Britons who are uh, kind of pulled into the roman army and uh, basically the whole story is that they've been doing like years of service since they were boys when Mm. we signed up for the army and freedom is approaching 
for them. Freedom! Freedom, freedom is approaching freedom. for them. Uh, they just have to do one last mission for the Pope. Mm. Um, which, he was one mission away from retiring. One mission away from retiring. Yeah. Uh, these. So yeah, this bishop figure basically comes to the settlement where they are stationed and is like, you can have your freedom, but could you go and do this thing for us first? Could you go and rescue this family from up north beyond the border in the land of the Scots? Because... Yeah they need to come back to you know the 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 child of this this particular guy is a very fond scholar of the pope and he's going to be, maybe even become pope one day like he's he's going to be really he's going to be really important to the roman the holy roman empire so could you go and could you go and fetch him for us mm. and king arthur's obviously like, and arthur's like you kidding me like <laughs> like we're about to all retire and <laughs> and live our lives in this england and 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 all this bollocks and he's like okay we will go and do that what I like is it kind of plays on this kind of brotherly thing between all of them. Is like there's like a brother in arms kind of war movie vibe to it. Yeah. They go north. Uh, they rescue a bunch of people. Uh, one of which is Guinevere, who is one of the. Doesn't really make it clear whether she's a like a, a tribesman for in Scotland or she's a, just a tribesman in Britain in general of like wild folk who basically live outside of the Roman Empire and have been fighting with the Romans for ages. Mm. Um. Uh, her father uh, is it her father I think I don't know whether it is her father but the leader of her people is Merlin uh, alright <laughs> who's like a weird druid guy who's a bit weird uh, played by the guy I can never remember his name I'm so sorry the guy who played Stannis in Game of Thrones I will um, get Stannis Baratheon up. Uh, Stephen Dillon Stephen Delane Delane that's it sorry Stephen Delane mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's it he's, he's brilliant he, he plays like this madman kind of Merlin guy um, oh this film's got Ray Winston in it it's got Ray Winston oh in it. Yeah. no I'm looking Ray, at the cast right now Ray this Winston looks... plays one of the knights uh, oh, it's is... got uh, I can't remember his name but he's from um, Balls uh, no it's uh, the guy who plays what's that there's a weird naval drama that I keep meaning to watch that's about like the British Navy or whatever and it's got um it's got a, it's got a particular person in it, but it's it's he's the main character. But anyway, he he mm. plays um, Lancelot. Um, oh, Iron Griffond. Iron Griffond. Yes. Um, I'm probably Welsh, saying that name Welsh completely actor, wrong. Um, he played uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. In the Fantastic uh, Four film. Mads Mikkelsen is in this. Mads Mikkelsen is in this as Tristan. Tristan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he has a bird. He's got an eagle that he sends out uh, yeah. places. Nice. Um, he's pretty cool. Um, there's another guy who plays. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Um, Anyway, um, uh, oh, uh, what was his name? Give me some names. So you have uh, Clive Owen as uh, Arthur, Keira Knightley as uh, Guinevere, Ion Griffin as Lancelot, Mads Mikkelsen as Tristan, Hugh Dancy as uh, Dalahad, uh, uh, Ray Winston as um, Bors, Stan Skarsgård as uh, Cedric, Joel Edgerton as uh, Gawain. Oh, yeah, so you have Joel Edgerton as, Gw- as Gwain, as in Gwain and the Green Knight. Mm. Um He's pretty cool, which is interesting because he plays the he plays the the Lord of the Manor in the Green Knight that we saw, oh, and he's playing Gawain here, which is really interesting. Okay, okay, um, that's yeah, cool. Still in, uh, still in Skarsgård is the villain who is the uh, he's in the villain and everything. I swear, unless it's he's Thor, the, he's the Saxon, and the Saxons come invading from Europe, and uh, he's he's like, I don't think he's given a name. He says he's given a name, Cedric. There, what Sir like, Cedric or Cedric? Cedric, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's a weird movie. It 
I've ordered the director's cut for myself. That mm. I'm gonna. It's it's getting delivered either today or tomorrow. <laughs> but getting delivered at home, so that I'll be there for Christmas when I see it. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch it over there. I'm gonna snuggle down with you know in front of the fire. I'm gonna watch the director's cut, which has got half an hour of footage yeah. on, onto what I saw in the normal cut. Um, and apparently, it's better. Gives you some additional scenes of character development and things. Good stuff. Because it kind of just feel like. A little bit like this movie hops from location to location a little bit. That's a criticism I would have of it. Um, but it's a very strange movie. It rides the line kind of seemingly kind of darting in and out and not really ever knowing where to fall between realistic King Arthur and mythological King Arthur. And yeah. it kind of weaves in between the two. There's some bits that work really well, like the whole sword and the stone thing. It's like Excalibur isn't a magical weapon in this. No. It's just his sword. Um but there's this kind of mythicism about like oh he's wielding Excalibur is said at one point it's just a throwaway line that's literally it um, but there is a cool point where he meets with Merlin when Guinevere's there and Guinevere basically coaxes him out to come and meet with Merlin and Merlin's like we've got to join vo- forces to defeat the Saxons the Romans are gone there's no protection anymore the kingdom you fight for isn't here fight for this kingdom you're, you're of Britain Arthur fight for this kingdom um, and he, he says like some cool lines like uh, the sword you wield is, was made from iron from this earth like you are, you you think of yourself as a Roman, but you are as Britain as all of us. Like Jesus. when you that weapon, um, wow. and, he, and the cool line, which is, uh, it was love of your mother that freed the sword, not not uh, vengeance for your father. Oh. Um, so there's this subplot of like Arthur's father was killed by the tribesmen at one point when they attacked a village, um, and his father was Roman, his mother was Britain, um, and his mother also died as well during that. Um, and there's a cool bit where he he basically runs up to his father's grave, which has his sword in it to mark where the grave is nice. and, he, and he's just a little kid and he runs up and he's like and he pulls the sword out it's quite cool um so that instead is, of out of a cool. stone it's out of a, out of a grave site but yeah. yeah it's it's it was a decent movie like it has it has some really cool character ideals in it and things and things going on that i really am interested in and i like quite a lot even if it doesn't necessarily always know where it falls uh, it's got a cool battle sequence at the end as well very, very cool nice but yeah um, I will watch the director's cut and report back to see what was different and whether it's a better movie or not. It's better movie. All right, cool. Uh, I That's think what I've been watching recently. The last thing that I watched, I watched a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. It's definitely not a Christmas film. It's anything. It's a Halloween film. <laughs> and more specifically, Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Um, <laughs> what does Halloween kill? People. Oh. A fuck ton of people. <laughs> Well. This is definitely the podcast that you want to listen to during Christmas time because I'm going to be talking about Halloween Kills. Um, so, okay, right. So I think I've told you about the story of the Halloween franchise, have I? Uh, Let's me, go r- through Run them. me by it one Let's last time. Let's go through them. So, Halloween There's a lot of them. Franchise, yes. Brace yourselves, everybody. Oh, I got Frank Hiss. Nice one. Google. That's not what I spelled. So, let's... Frank let's, let's, let's Okay, right, okay. So, here we go. So, you have... Obviously, the original Halloween film came out in 1978 by John Carpenter, and it is mwah, the birth of horror slasher films. It's great. I love so, the film. It's a classic. Classic. It's a classic, and it's the original slasher films, like bloody Nightmare on Elm Street, bloody Jason. Get out of here. Michael Myers is where it's at. This is the start of it. Dun, it's really dun, good. Dun, it's, dun. it's dated. Yes. It's, of course it's dated. Maybe the 1970s, but, guys. But, it's dated. The score is iconic. The the piano. Yeah, that's it's, it. It's kind of like clocks. Um, do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what the really cool thing about this was? Is what? that um, do you remember Call of Duty Ghosts? Uh, yeah, the terrible 
Call of Duty game. It was, I, mean, I heard it was one of the worst. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the campaign <laughs> was shit. Um, it was terrible. What, what about um, Ghosts? The, the, the online gameplay was pretty good, but they had DLCs they added in where you got to basically get a power-up where you could become a different movie character and run around <laughs> and kill everyone. So there was like a Predator one where you just became the Predator. God. Um, there was one that you became... Michael Myers. Michael Myers from oh, Halloween. No. And it would play that music whenever someone got it. So yeah. you'd just be running around with your sniper rifle and then you just hear... Duh, 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 like, ah! <laughs> and you just run around in like a... Ju- it was basically the Juggernaut suit mm. just reskinned, but you run around and they just slash people. It was really fun. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I love The Outpost. It's a war movie where they send soldiers to Afghanistan. It's based on a true story, but these soldiers are surrounded um, by hills. And the enemies are in the hills, and they're at the bottom, surrounded by the hills. Uh, I didn't like advanced warfare. Oh, I remember that. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I'll give the outpost to watch. Um, outpost. I haven't. Seen, I haven't seen too many war films. Um, but speaking of war and the war against Halloween, um, good segue. Nice one. Um, yeah, that came out. Everyone loved it. It's an incredible film. And then Halloween Two came out, where it was found out that oh, Michael Myers is the brother of um, uh, 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 Laurie Strode. And everyone's like, I kind of get behind it, I guess. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. And then Halloween 3 came out. And then this was when they tried to do an anthology of Halloween movies where nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. But they were like, fuck it, let's just have this like one film and it's about kids that look in front of a TV screen and if they wear this hat, they die. <laughs> Don't ask. It just happened and apparently it's bad. So they were like, fuck, no one liked that. So let's scrap the anthology idea. Let's do Michael Myers uh, coming back in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. I think this was the um, the debut of uh-huh. a certain... Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Is this the one? Paul Red? Is this the one where he makes his debut in? Or is it the one after that? Uh... I think it was Revenge of Michael Myers, actually. Thinking about it. Where's the cast? Give me the cast. You went past it already. Did I? Ah. Am I dumb? You know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's Google. Let's Google Halloween. Uh, no. Paul Rudd. I didn't even know Paul Rudd was in a Halloween movie. I, I'm pretty sure it was his first ever movie. Um, was it? Wow. I'm pretty sure it was like one of the, the Halloween sequels. And he looks great. He hasn't aged a bit. As you would. Oh, I mean, he doesn't know. He's a handsome Come on. man. This is when the internet's really doing my nothing. Okay, this is good. Uh, anyway, um, let's just get back onto the Halloween franchise. So yeah, Halloween uh, Return of Michael Myers came out. It was whatever. I can't remember if it was any good. Then they did Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers or whatever. Then Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Well, so they went from like, let's not do the Michael Myers thing to let's really do the Michael Myers yeah. thing. Paul Rudd was in The Curse of Michael Myers. I'm pretty sure that was his debut in movies. Legend. Um, <laughs> I like the new Halloween bird. What did you think of Freddy Krueger? Um, I haven't actually seen any of the Freddy Krueger films. Like Nightmare on Elm Street. I haven't seen them, but I need to. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I really want to get into like fucking scary films and stuff. I've only seen like a handful, which is blasphemy on my part. Um, I love The Thing, though. The Thing, the is, thing great, is an incredible, incredible movie. movie. Yeah. Not the remake, the the remake of the original, but not the the I newer watched, remake. I watched a cool video that um, that said that the the thing is a brilliant representation of cosmic horror. Mm. Yes, 
Yes. Um, just to throw that out there. Just, no, because... It's not, not a film that you would necessarily think is a cosmic horror movie. The first film about the thing, I think it was called um, The Thing from a Different World or something like that. And then the Thing remake in, like, the one with uh, Kurt Russell and stuff, which is definitively... Is the best yeah. one, yeah. And then... Uh, the the, the, the remake, and it was, it was just CGI mess, and it was shit. Um, watch Insidious, also a really good horror movie. I have watched that. Um... I, yeah, I think I remember really liking it. It was really good. Um, but back to Michael Myers. So after the curse of Michael Myers and Paul Rudd being amazing, um, they were like, well, fuck, we need to reboot this entire thing <laughs> and do the film called Halloween H2O 20 years later. Oh, God. Yep. Um, where they were like, right, okay, so we're going to reboot the entirety of the Halloween franchise and the only movies that are canon are Halloween 1 and Halloween 2, where Halloween... Uh, still likes Laurie Strode to be related to Michael Myers. So that was the thing. That movie was a disaster, apparently. Um, and then they rebooted it again with Halloween... Uh, was it? No, did they even... What even is Halloween Resurrections? Fuck, wait. I think they rebooted it again. Okay, and then they did... Okay, you're going to love this. Halloween by Rob Zombie. Um, and Halloween 2, again, by Rob Zombie. So you're thinking, why is there two films already when it's just called Halloween? God knows, because... Cause God only knows. Whatever, whatever. And then after those didn't do that well, the two reboots by Rob Zombie, they were like, right, okay, 2018. We need to get back on this Michael Myers train. And they rebooted it called... Halloween. Uh, so you have, uh, again. So you have three movies called Halloween, Halloween. and in this reboot, they were like, right, Halloween and Halloween are the only ones in Halloween franchise. So the only ones you need to watch is the first Halloween film in 1978, and this one, in and then this one, and this one in 2007. So, God, they love to pick and choose, don't they? Oh, they really do. And then this new one. Uh, you know what? I really enjoyed the first reboot not the first. i really enjoyed the 2018 halloween film i really liked it it was really good um this comes some dumb stuff or whatever so i was really looking forward to watching halloween kills then the reviews came out and i was like oh probably not then um because apparently it was a bit shit um but then i was like you know what no i, I will watch it i went and watched it came back and i was like it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the worst response is when oh, okay fine. so what do you want, what do people want from a Halloween film? Do they want the the inner stories about like the the, the Michael Myers? I don't know. Is there a story? <laughs> you right, Ryan? You I don't know. Over there. So basically, this Halloween kills kind of goes back to it just being a slasher, weird horror just michael myers at his best and everything else and nah not really who cares it's just we want to see michael myers just murder a bunch of people that's all we <laughs> that want is the premise like, that's the premise of this movie well, it's called halloween kills yeah so, i mean and there's another one coming out next year called halloween ends so oh, hopefully it'll end by end then a lot of people's yeah. lives was yeah that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> halloween comes halloween kills halloween ends, ends. many many yeah. lives um but okay so this film i thought it was all right but there's some things that were really fucking dumb because one of the main themes of this movie is it tries to get to the idea of how would a town 
react to there being a serial killer on the loose or how would they react to the serial killer or something coming back up which had tormented them like 40 years ago something like that's actually an interesting concept like this whole like what happened i'm gonna spoil the fucking film because i I don't don't watch it (laughs) go for it um so michael myers at the end of the first second the one in 2018 michael myers at the end of there he was in a burning building yeah and you think oh that's it he's dead halloween is dead michael myers is dead he's in a house and he's burning and he's been left there to die um and then it was at the end credit scene when you hear like michael myers in in the mask and he's like (sighs) and you're like oh he's gonna be back okay cool um yeah he does come back because it picks off right up where that leaves off um where you see Laurie Strode, he, she's gotten stabbed in the previous one, so she's on her way to the hospital, and then on the way to the hospital, she sees a bunch of fire engines go into that house trying to put out the flyers, and she's like, ah, oh, no, don't, she let them burn, ah, don't, because Michael Myers should die. Uh, Michael Myers comes out of the burning building and just murders every firefighter there with, like, a, what is it, a grind axe, like the circular disc, he just, like, you know, some come, someone comes up to him with that, and he just grabs it, turns it around, slashes his face in. <laughs> Um, he Love gets me. this weird like pickaxe thing and he just starts leaning into people just like, ah, oh, you're dead. In through the eye, you're fucking, you're slaughtered. There's a neck broken. Ah, I'm free. And I'm walking. Uh, so he's on his way back. And then news gets out. Oh God, no, he's back. Um, and then the whole town, because it's like the... The same town, wasn't, contain- town. wasn't contained. It wasn't contained. Uh, so basically there's a couple people that actually come back. Not only does Jamie Lee Curtis... Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way, it's fucking amazing. She's an incredible actress. Um, she doesn't really do a lot in this film. She's just in the bed. Because <laughs> she's obviously in the hospital. You know, in that in that sense, I'm like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. She's just a human, and she's just yeah, she's just been stabbed, so she needs to go to hospital. And then this this plays out over a night. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, so Michael Myers is on his way back. Words gets around to this like, and then there's this like annual Halloween pub party thing and then someone stands up in front of the crowd being like oh yeah so this thing happened 40 years ago this guy tormented our lives and you see some of the actresses and actors that was in the original 1978 film that have come back reprising their roles they end up dead um don't worry about <laughs> don't worry about it um <laughs> so, everybody knows and then, a, um, yeah, and then what what another emphasis is uh, i'm all over the place because i don't really care uh, so there was another inmate from the psychopath Arkham Asylum hospital that broke loose along with Michael Myers. And because the rumor, or the knowledge that Michael Myers is out killing everyone again, the town comes together as like, evil dies tonight. Kind of, oh God, that's, you could get it, but you're like, America, man. <laughs> I, again, in the nicest way possible. I, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know what to think about it. Cause you're like, the police officers are kind of dumb because you're like, it's not fine. <laughs> it's not no. under control. No. It's like there's a psychopath on the loose. And literally, if everyone used their brains, you could probably deal with it very quickly. You, know, you see Michael Myers, you don't walk up to him and point blank point the gun in his face because you're going to die, aren't you? That happens multiple times and it's really dumb. Um, so yeah, the mob comes around and then there's this moment in the film where... 
The other inmate is seen, and because no one's ever seen Michael Myers' face, they think that's him, and it's just a, it's just a crazy dude. He's kind of... Leave the crazy man alone. It's, yeah, it's kind of sad, because it comes to the hospital where, like, uh, Laurie Strode is at, and then he, she even she gets out of her bed, even though she's in crippling pain and is about to die. Um, she is like, oh, no, we need to catch him, we need to kill him. And then they like she looks at his face because she She's knows she Michael knows what, what he looks like because in the first ever nineteen seventy eight film she actually pulls off the mask and sees his face even though I don't really think we do as an audience. Um, and then she's like trying to tell the entire mob, no, it's not him. They don't listen obviously because they're all screaming and shouting with pitchforks and knives and stuff. And then Lloyd Strode's daughter tries to catch up to him is like really nice and is like it's okay I won't hurt you this is really it's kind of a good scene and then it gets really depressing because then like the doors break down and the entire mob comes out and then the guy just jumps off the building and dies the, the psychopath the, the other inmate and it's quite sad well damn that's a twist and a half yeah and you're like oh oh, that's a bit, oh that's a bit no this is yeah. this is really not like it's not nice I think it's good in that sense because it just makes you feel like, awful humanity isn't good uh, human- like you're the real bloody monsters here you're the yeah, real yeah, evil yeah. evil dies tonight more like bloody you guys should I mean Michael Myers is evil but... yeah Michael Myers is evil <laughs> and I tell you what okay so let's get to the other positives um, I really love Michael Myers though he's great even okay positives and negatives I love the idea that we still don't really see his face Every single frame that you have... Okay, so that's at the end of the film. You have Lois Strode's daughter go up to him, takes his mask off, and she's running away with it. And then he's like, no, I love that mask. I want that mask back. Give me that mask. And he goes after her. But the like camera framing is... Ne- you never see his face. Um, and then there's the sequence at the end, which is cool. And you're like, yeah, get him. But also really dumb. Because Michael Myers is, at this point... 70 years old at this point he's an old dude yeah he's really strong he's like you know being in that psychopathic ward you've really went to the gym a lot you've been to the gym mate yeah you've killed a lot of people yeah so he gets like overpowered like because there's the reason why she takes the mask off is that she runs away and then he follows her and then he gets cornered and then the entire mob is there and they beat the shit out of him start shooting him five times I want to emphasize that five times they shoot Five him. They times. beat the living fuck out of him. Um, and then you think, well, that's it. He's dead. He's dead. He's freaking gone. He's, <laughs> He's freaking gone. He's man. dead. He's dead, mate. <laughs> and then right at the end of the film, uh, obviously he doesn't. Obviously not. No, obviously not. got to make more sequels. Right? There's another film coming out. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, okay then. Um, so Laurie Strode's um, daughter goes into his house. And this was a cool twist. Because... There's the moment where everyone's like, well, why is he doing what he does? Why why is he... Because in the, in the first film, you see him in his... Like, the house he grew up in. And he's, like, looking out the window. But it's... He's not looking out the window. He's looking at himself in the reflection. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And I'm like, oh, really, really awesome. And then Lloyd Stroh's daughter goes up to the bedroom and tries to see herself in the in the reflection just seeing like I want to get inside the mind of Michael Myers I want to see what psyche is and the really awesome moment at the end of it even though it's kind of dumb is you then see when she's looking in the reflection you see Michael Myers come out behind her oh, and no. fucking kills her and yeah. you're like oh damn that's cool and it's 
filmed and done in the same way as the first Halloween film, where... So, yeah, this film pays homage a lot to the first, which I really like. Not, like, nostalgia bait or anything like that. But in the first Halloween film, you one of the first sequences is Michael Myers as a kid goes into that bedroom, his, his, his uh, sister's bedroom, and it's, like, the first person perspective he's got the knife and it's like that it's it's really like old and cheesy yeah. cheap and cheesy and done and it's like quite bad acted but you're like whatever it's cool and it's done in exactly the same way like the camera cuts to her face like screaming and then it cuts to the knife cuts to her face it's like really quickly and it's like it's like old-fashioned filming yeah and i really appreciated that it's really awesome and exactly the same way like the poetry and stuff um you're really cool even though he should be dead because he had five he bullets should, riddled, be, riddled into him. Unless there's multiple Michael Myers. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's a multiverse man. It's a multiverse of Michael Myers. Is it Michael Myers's or is it Michael My Eye? <laughs> <laughs> Michael My Eye. <laughs> I'm it, delirious. It's Michael My Eye now. It's Michael My That's eye. happened now. Michael My Eye. Um, he, got, he does get stabbed in the eye. Um... Like the previous one or something. Um, Michael, my eye! I tell you what was really funny also. It's like, I don't know if it's meant to be meant to be funny, but because time has passed from like 1978 to now, that house that Michael Myers grew up in has obviously been sold to other people. And the people that we find in his house, they're called Big John and Little John. Yeah, you know, a gay couple, whatever. Yeah. But the really funny thing about it is they refer to each other, not as just John. They always refer to each other as little John and big John. It's like, hey, big John, uh, come over here. Uh, There's the little thing, little John, I'm coming over. Uh, oh my God, check that room, big John. I will do little John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so funny. I don't know if it's meant to be funny or not. It's just, it had me cracking up. Oh dear. Yeah, so it's, I get what they were trying to do with this film, but there's just too many dumb things that happen. Like, I think one of the other really annoying things at the end is, like, um, the girl with the deagle in the car door was so bad. Yeah, like that. And there's multiple moments like that where it's, like, just shit happening. And, like I mentioned, hey, you've got a gun. Maybe stand, like, ten feet away from him. Don't go up. You've got to. Minimum of 20 feet, people. So, and in. also, like, there's a moment where uh, Laurie Stowe's granddaughter, her, I don't know, boyfriend or something like that. They're not together, but he, they have a thing or whatever. And then his dad go to the house because they, they crack the code. It's like, that's where he's going. That's where Michael's going to, is to his own home. And then they get there and then the dad is like, I'm such an idiot. I shouldn't have brought you guys here. I'm going to go in alone. And you're like... <laughs> God, just you have guns <laughs> numbers and guns people numbers and guns it's like yeah. that's one of the i swear to god if any sort of purge happened in real life or some like psychopathic killer came around i'd just be like safety's in numbers people like yeah don't be a moron he's got a knife yeah and he's clearly superhuman like Clearly immortal as well. Clearly so there's immortal. nothing you can do. Like. Um, so yeah, it's just like the dad goes in by himself and is like, you know, a couple minutes past and you're like, well, he's dead. And then they go in together. Like together, both of them together. It was just like, yeah, fine, cool. They're going in together. But there's still a the man down from what they originally had. 
And then you see his body up above, and you're like, well, yeah, he's dead. Uh, uh, duh. Obviously, because he's of course he's going to die. And then the young guy dies also because he tries to you know, point-blank shoot Michael Myers in the face, and it just doesn't work because he grabs his hand, snaps it, puts him on the banister, tears his head off, and you're like, I have no sympathy because you guys are morons. Yeah. Like the little, like the uh, the the granddaughter falls down the flight of stairs, breaks her leg, and it's just like, yeah, like, yeah, of course you would break your leg, and you have a shotgun, so why would you just, yeah, it's really dumb. Um, and the things that I started to like in the film, and then towards the end, just got a bit too over the top. Like I mentioned, like with Michael Myers just surviving everything, I like the concept of them riding the line of whether he is supernatural or not, like. He is superhuman. He is pure evil. But then when you actually see him get shot five times and he's on the floor and he's bleeding out and then he gets up and he murders everyone, you're like, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, my suspense of disbelief you've is just... just you've you, just revived him from the dead. Yeah, you've you've crossed the line there, <laughs> yeah. pal. Like, I, can, I can see him being a 70-year-old and killing like 10 people in a row and like slaughtering them whatever as well yeah, I, can a psychopath. Being, I can imagine yeah. being a tank and surviving I, I love, a few gunshot wounds I, but... I love the idea of him being this force of nature but the fact that he is still just a dude and you he's surviving seven gunshots and you're like okay whatever this is just over the top now yeah it's like there's some things that they really do well in concept and just executions like ah. yeah and the themes of it is like good, but again, in concert and the execution. Well, maybe like, he'll finally die in Halloween Ends. Maybe, or maybe not. They'll just make another trilogy or something. Uh, well, I mean, going by this, they'll probably make another fucking thirteen movies. <sighs> How many has there been so far? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, thirteen. Yeah, it's thirteen. Wow, Thank I guess that number that was incredible. Yeah, you did your research. <laughs> I did not. I just completely that was off the top of my fucking head. He won the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Good stuff. I love that. Oh. But you know what I mean. It's. I want there to be a horror film when they're not idiots. Hey, maybe if there's a dark room. And don't you've got, go in got, there don't China walk away. There. Walk away. Walk away. You know what? If I was like, go to McDonald's. And also, okay, and that's where the the, the film ends is when Michael Myers kills the daughter and he's looking out in the window. And you're like, right. So the first film should be what ten minutes long, because it should open up. The police know that Michael Myers is at his house. To go up, catch him. Done. Easy. Probably shoot him in the head from a distance. Yeah. Well, no, it yeah. matter. He's probably unload into him with a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> Blow him up. Blow the house up or something. So, uh, yeah, because, like, you know, Michael Myers' like, motive was to get into his house and look in his reflection. So you're like, well, he's not going to move anywhere, is he? He's going to stand and look at his gonna, reflection. Yeah, he's not going to go anywhere, is yeah. he? Yeah, just line up the sniper shot. <laughs> yeah. So the first, the next film should literally just be, yeah, he's dead. All right, cool. Like I, I, I can't. Ends abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, the, the the theatrical like cut and like, oh god, the runtime of this film is like two minutes. Like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it makes sense completely. Yeah. You're in the cinema for thirty-two minutes, and thirty of those minutes are trailers. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the part where the deagle was so stupid. She could have shot him from ten feet. No, she gets in his face and kicks the door of the gun, so the gun turns on her and blows her. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I thought that's what you're referring to. Yeah, that happens. Like, 
Oh my god, you've got a deagle! Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's so funny. And I don't know, it definitely wasn't trying to be funny, but I was like, oh my god. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a few of those moments yeah. in a lot of horror movies, I feel, where you yeah, have to like, suspend your disbelief a little make bit. A, make a horror film when no one's an idiot. Like, you write them as characters when they're like, right, would they do this in this situation? Would they walk up to that guy with a gun? If you've got a baseball bat, then fine. I understand you going up and smacking his head in and probably dying because he's overpowering. Yeah, it makes sense, but you've got a gun. If you know he's as dangerous as he is, you just shoot him on sight. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's hunting serial killers 101. <laughs> yeah, she, I just, yeah. It, like, like you mentioned, yeah. It, like He goes up to her face and then he just kicks the door that, like smacks the gun and like she pulls the trigger as it goes so to a face. It's so so. D- it's funnier when you watch it. I might show you it later just for the just fucking lols. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was Halloween Kills. <laughs> Things I really like the first like in twenty eighteen. I quite like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They get into the more of the psyche of like why Michael Myers does what he does. Oh no, he is just pure evil. And I love that motive. It's like he doesn't have to be like Lois Joe's brother or like or he doesn't have to be some sort of like. He was beaten no, by his father. No, he's like a tragic backstory. Yeah. No, he's just mad. He's just literally... He just, just wants to kill. Killer, yeah. He just wants to kill, mate. Yeah. It's like Hannibal Lecter. Did he really need this, like, awful backstory about why he became Hannibal? No, he just likes the brains. No, he just likes the taste of pizza. He, likes, yeah. he likes eating. Yeah. You know. It must be the Gordon Ramsay of cannibals. Or something. Um, they should make a realistic horror movie about Syracuse and how everyone's just being realistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just well, I'm <laughs> glad that they're better than a lot of the other Halloween movies. I mean, to be honest, they like Halloween Kills. It's it's one of those ones that you just stick on and have just have fun with. Just some good stuff in it, over yeah. And laugh at it, yeah. yeah. The, and you just enjoy the kills, and you you see Michael Myers like drill that guy's head in half, and you're like, yeah, blood, yeah, blood, blood, blood. Yeah, cool stuff. Um. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I can't remember if they actually like fully show Michael Myers' face or something. I don't know. Um, shall I? Um, shall I Google it? Shall maybe. Google well, you, 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 you can you can Google the actor and what he looks like because yeah. like, it's the same guy who's played him all this time, isn't it? Yeah, which is really good. And I, was, I just the weird story about like the mask is really funny. It's just a it's a mask of William Shatner, and they just painted it white. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, it's just why not? Good stuff. Um, what else you got going on? Nick Castle. Nick Castle. Good on you, Nick. The most iconic, faceless serial killer in history. Was he? Hang on a minute. Portrayable. Portrayed by. Always oh, been portrayed by loads of people. Oh, what Michael Myers? Yeah. So it's not just the same dude. It's there's, there's loads of people. Nick oh. Castle, Tony Moran. Well, Nick Castle is like the Tommy main dude. Tommy Wallace. Yeah. Dick Warlock. What a name, Dick Warlock. Dick Warlock. Um, George <laughs> P. Wilbur. I tell you what, if he ever Tom makes a D and D character as a warlock, call him Dick. That'd be great. I'm Dick the Warlock. The kills in this movie are just really good. Same with like the the Saw franchise. You know what? The Saw franchise. The same boiler suit all this time as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. Um, yeah, the Saw franchise is weird as well because I really like the first one. I genuinely think that's a really good horror film. Um, but it's like saw, saw so far the last two movies. I think it was maybe the 
Is that a third or fourth one? Where they just make it gore porn. Which is like, yeah, let's just see how fucked up we can get with the trap ideas. Yeah, blood. Yeah, blood. Yeah. But no, the first one's actually really good. And it just, okay, we just, we just watch. I wonder if there's like a YouTube compilation of just Saw, but it's just the traps. That's all you go to a Saw film to watch, isn't it? I haven't seen the last two. I've seen like the six, like the one that's like the final chapter and whatever. And then they made then Jigsaw. They made then they made Jigsaw, which I heard was bleh. And then they made Spiral with uh, Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson. Great cast. Was that that was part of the Saw franchise? Yeah. Was the, the next? Yeah, the Book of Saw or something like that it was called. Um, but hey, Halloween at Christmas. <laughs> Hope you all have a really good Christmas. <laughs> um. We should just maybe one time do like a Christmas film. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, dear. Tell you what. Technically, Spider-Man is a Christmas movie. So that'll be your Christmas movie of this year when we eventually do it next week or something. Um, Set at Christmas. Yeah. No Way Home. Set at Christmas. No Way Home Alone. (laughs) No Way Home Alone. (laughs) Well, the new Home Alone film is called Home Sweet Home Alone. Apparently, it's awful. I can imagine it probably is, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like that was a concept that worked once. Maybe slash Maybe twice. Maybe twice. At a push. Yeah. But then again, the second movie is again, just I, the first movie the thing again. Is, I've, I've heard that the new Hello, uh, Home Alone film is just like... you. They try to make you care about the the burglars involved like there's that sort of little arc there but then they also do dumb shit when you're just like you just don't root for anyone and also the kid who's a great actor by the way he was in jojo rabbit the actor that plays the kid in home oh, sweet it, home uh, alone it, um jacob Tremblay or whatever uh, let, me, let me have a look home sweet home alone this is good content home sweet home alone cast what's his name uh archie yates Archie Yates. Archie Yates. He's great. I love him as an actor, and I, I, I saw him in, first time in Jojo Rabbit. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, but in this, like his character, it he's just a dick, and you're like, why would I? You're an ass. <laughs> I don't care about you. Like you're just he, a stroppy kid. Yeah. You're just a stroppy. I don't know, stroppy kid or whatever. But Prone like, to violence. You, you, you don't like the kid, and you don't like the burglars. So it's like, who are you rooting for? Yeah. Like, it's, makes no sense. Yeah. It's like 16 on Rotten Tomatoes. As if we should care about what they say, but still, that's funny. Um, Disney, you've done it again. Anyway, uh, should we stop at that? Brilliant. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh God, this is a weird episode. I didn't think it was going to be as long, but hey, thank you all for... Uh, sticking around. Sticking around. Having Enjoying fun. the chats. Yeah. We... Different topics. This was good fun. We should, we should do more of these. We should just, do, just, yeah. uh, just general sit down and stuff. talk about what we've Multiple been doing. Topic stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, um, we're back to No Way Home next week. Yes. So. Um, I'm trying to find where the fuck my stuff is. Um, Notes. Real Reserves just got here, but it was great fun. <laughs> ah, you just get here. We, we did. Um, Another movie everyone watches uh, for the kills of John Wick movies. John Wick movies are actually really good, though. <laughs> Not just for the kills, but genuinely outstanding I keep movies to watch them it's so good they are amazing i'll add um, it to the list but anyway uh thank you for joining res right at the end i hope you've had a good day um and thank you uh malone for talking sticking with around, to- talking yeah. with us throughout the entire pod that was really nice of you um sticking it's been around good, it's been good fun 
Yeah, so uh, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast and watching on Twitch. Um, be sure to rate us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on, or just, I don't know, watching us on on Twitch. Thank you, thank you. Give us a follow. Or just be a good dude, like we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Um, if possible, yeah, like I say, rate us on the app. Five stars or no less. We won't we won't condone anything less than five stars. What are you talking about? No, get out of here. Of course not. It's probably a good job that we're actually stopping the stream uh, quite soon because the fucking internet is tanking so i apologize if the stream is going to be a little bit right now um be sure to share us with your friends and family if you feel as though they'd like us or if they hate us i don't know but still five stars no nothing if you f- hate us five stars worth put five stars yeah yeah i hate this podcast five stars worth um but yeah share with your friends and family if you think they'd be like it if you think i don't know if you, if you think they might like something we've done in the past, like, I don't know, Suicide we've Squad. We've got plenty of variety out there, and there's yeah. more to come. We've done, so. we done music, a couple of those. We've done a couple games, I think. We've done TV shows, we've done TV. movies. We're just geeks, and we talk about anything. Um, you can email us at cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com if you have any recommendations or your opinions on certain stuff. Just, yeah, just give us an email, and we'll probably talk about them um, when we eventually get them. Uh, like we mentioned right at the start, we've got a Facebook group, uh, Globe of Geekum, uh, which will be, you know, we'll be like posting lots of like links to gonna, stuff yeah, that I'm we like. Posting things over the whole day's link. Yeah, good stuff. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter, at the Rizikins. Um Like I say, live on Twitch. If you listen to us on the apps, it's twitch.tv slash We appreciate you all so much. And... Have a merry damn Christmas or happy holidays, whatever you do. Thank you all so much, and we'll see you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.